0: in the lights and say hello everybody and welcome to the bonsai Podcast. i'm your host mike i'm tyler yes and what's up how's everybody doing this is anime and video games podcast where we talk about anime and video games at the end because that makes a lot of sense because bonsai today, pop
1: never does anything the way that we should
0: <laughs> that's right today we're talking about we're talking about vibes tyler we're talking yeah, about vibes you vibing yeah The reason that I'm bringing up vibes is because vibes has kind of turned into, like, this, like, catch-all term for, like, not thinking and going with your gut, which is always, like, you know, not necessarily a bad idea, except it seems that, like, our our world has turned into a vibes-based world. You know what I mean? Our economy is definitely a vibes-based oh, yeah, economy. It's all
1: about vibes. If you vibe everything's good. If you're not vibing, no. things are sinking. <laughs> no. That's how it goes, man. If, if Everybody if knows when Elon is vibing, everything goes great. <laughs> if
0: you're somebody involved in uh, the, the economy and you're vibing, um, that's that's usually not a good thing. You know what, Mike? Right? right now,
1: let's go see if there's any stock that has VIBE as their symbol. Let's see if we can buy that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god vibes. Uh, dick measuring on his mind not vibes yeah uh so 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 what do i mean by this so like basically like we've kind of gotten away from um what i would call educational Or thought inducing leaders and or uh, people that are in control of really important things in the in the lives of the American citizens and they're just kind of going off vibes you know how am I feeling today? So so what's an extreme case of vibing? Um, I would say I would say an extreme case of vibing would would be when Putin just decided to kind of invade Ukraine.
1: Mm, He was just feeling it. He was just running. Yeah, Yeah.
0: he was just running off his vibes that day. He was like, you know what, man? I just kind of want to, like, just waking up, like, Going on a little run, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what Putin does. He seems like the type of guy he, that would do a he run. He wears
1: a lot of tracksuits. I don't know if he actually runs, though. Oh, that's just a Russian thing. They're born no, in tracksuits. It's just a Slavic thing in general. You know, it's not even just yeah, Russian. Yeah, yeah. It's that entire area. They slide right out. I'm Right actually out the puss into a pair of would... Sweatpants. <laughs> well, it's cold over there, right? Adidas, so, I feel like... Adidas sweatpants. I feel like sweatpants make a lot of sense, and, and, and sweat jackets whatever the fuck you would call it i think it's just a more common thing uh
0: outside of america to wear like matching track suits like in japan that's like pajamas is like adidas track suits right yeah yeah. which is impressive because those things are fucking expensive dude like i've tried to go out like as a pseudo shut-in myself Mm -hmm. um i've definitely tried to go out and buy a, a nice pair of adidas track suit you know top and bottom and they're like
2: they're it's expensive.
0: like a $300 fucking yeah, the, the
2: only
1: ones <laughs> yeah. I've ever owned were when I was playing soccer and like you got them for mm-hmm. your club, you know, you got the the track pants and the tracksuit, the whole the whole yeah. kimono so to speak. And uh yeah, I haven't owned a single pair since.
0: <laughs> yeah. The tracksuit comes with a rambo, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> rambo. This is my knife, rambo. Yeah, athleisure, so so that's
1: when... what it is. That's that's the vibe, athleisure. Yeah. It's an athleisurely vibe. So,
0: so when motherfuckers like Putin are going off of vibes, you know we got we got we got problems, mm.
1: right? Yeah. That's just that's just Putin's, the way it is. Was and and a big vibe leader. Trump was a big vibe leader. Uh, mm. Huge. Trump vibe was leader. all about vibes. Kim Jong Kim Jong Un big vibe leader. You know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You just. Uh, I feel yeah. like I feel like Mao <laughs> was like sometimes a vibe leader, but sometimes he got a shit together. You know, like he he was either. Vibin' or way too focused. <laughs> there was no in between. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he he was
0: either vibing or he had a he had a really big plan. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That and that's kind of the difference between vibes and doing something uh, like with your brain Mm -hmm. is that you know when you have a plan and you have people in place to execute that plan, uh, it usually works out better than just being like, yeah, I feel like this will work out today. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? There's a time and a place to be vibing, and when you know when the discourse is around like Nazis and shit, uh, that's not a good time to be vibing. Right. Yeah, I, I would know? agree.
1: Typically, I don't feel like the Nazis are big vibers, you know. No. Yeah, I would say they or might they're... even be anti-vibing, you know. Yeah, they're harsh and well, the no, mellow I... on all the juice.
0: <laughs> I don't think we could. I don't think we could. We could necessarily say that because you know the the whole the whole thing with Nazis is hate, right? Hate's an easy vibe. It's an easy vibe. It's not a good vibe, it's but it's definitely a vibe, not a good vibe. Right? Yeah, there are definitely bad vibes out there. But uh, I would like. I just think really what it what it comes down to is that it does seem like things and people are just not really thinking very much anymore, and just kind of going with their gut. And like in a time period where shit is kind of fucked up and difficult to deal with, that's not a good idea. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Typically, a you little know, as,
1: forethought can be helpful you know yeah Mm. yeah
0: a little bit of a little bit of mindfulness rather than like feeling the feels and doing the things right because like if i was going off vibes for the past you know three four five years not that i'm saying i haven't obviously uh you know i was i was Unmedicated uh, bipolar, and I was I was vibing pretty hard. There, there was on, a lot of vibes,
1: up and down vibes, yeah, left paranoia. and right vibes, in and out vibes, three <laughs> D vibes, five D vibes. You had every vibe.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I guess I guess the point the point of bringing up these vibes is is just because you know you gotta check your vibes sometimes. Mm. You gotta you gotta check your vibes. What kind of vibes are you Maybe feeling? Even if, a, they're, if
1: they're the vibes, a vibes checks and balances even. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. If you got if you got bad vibes, you know, maybe maybe uh, maybe figure out why why you got bad vibes. And that's why this podcast is sponsored by Better Health. I'm kidding. <laughs> Fuck Better Health. It's, don't it's use Better that Health. shit. <laughs> yeah, don't use it. Don't you use it.
1: you the fucking name right.
0: <laughs> don't use that shit. You don't. Why you don't, is you every
1: don't... YouTuber sponsored by Better Health?
0: I've never seen a YouTube video sponsored by Better Health. Only podcasts.
1: Well, are we talking about the same thing right now? What what uh, you're saying better health it, with a TH, right? I might be wrong. I yeah, it might be better health. You're talking health, but about it's, the uh, therapy online company.
0: Yeah, yeah, where they just have like eighteen yeah. billion therapists. It's, it's better
1: help.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that shit is a that, that shit is a pitfall. Like, like, quote unquote, licensed professionals. You know what I mean? That could be anybody. That could be literally anybody that graduated and was just like, "I wanna, I wanna do a thing." It's like, it's, like, it's like DoorDash for. <laughs> for
2: I mean, you're not wrong. Like, here's therapists. the thing, right?
1: I do online therapy. I don't meet with my yeah. therapist in person. They live too far away now. I'm not spending two hours on a fucking bus. But yeah, they do live in my city. And I did go and meet them for my initial meeting, and then the pandemic happened.
0: (laughs) So, yeah, I also do online therapy. It's just my therapist is a part of my my doctor's office. You know what Uh, I mean? Like, actually, I. Technically I stopped doing therapy, but I still have like psychiatrist support. I do everything online unless I need to go into the office. Yeah, you know and what the I mean?
1: Cynical says I'm Anthony Padilla and this video is sponsored by Better BetterHelp. <laughs> Every Anthony Padilla video is sponsored by BetterHelp.
2: Yeah. Uh, which yeah, like I, I've uh,
1: never used have you actually used the service? I don't have any experience with their service at all. I know that they got I in have... trouble for having like some unlicensed people, I think a few years ago.
0: See, I didn't know that. All I all I know is that like it's it's For if you go on like any of the websites where people like talk about their experiences, most of them are terrible. You know, there's a lot of things that like people don't realize that like therapists should never tell them. And that is generally what to do. Like if you have a therapist that is telling you what to do, like say you're having relationship problems, right? And you're talking to your therapist and your therapist is like, well, you should probably, you know, you should break up with your boyfriend in that case or your girlfriend or your friend friend, whatever. Uh, Therapists aren't allowed to do that. They're not allowed to just tell you what to do. They just are allowed to listen to you, maybe talk about what you're talking about, maybe, you know, bring up things that you hadn't necessarily thought about or weren't necessarily wanting to talk about. Uh, it's just uh, it's just ridiculous. Sarcastic yeah. Catboy says they are not good.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm assuming they're, uh, I, I was they're just looked talking up, from experience. Better
1: help reviews Reddit. That shot I put into Google mm-hmm. just just to see. And uh, yeah. th- this is somebody who's uh, who's asking for honest thoughts on better help and a therapist responded, which is pretty interesting. <laughs> And yeah. they said, speaking as a therapist, never used as a client, many of us won't work for them because they are a big tech company first and a healthcare provider second or third or fourth. They have some data and confidentiality issues, pay therapists really poorly so folks don't stay, and many clients have experienced their therapists just disappearing without a proper termination because BetterHelp doesn't facilitate a proper end to treatment. If you're looking for virtual sessions, at least in the U.S., the most private practice therapists are still offering telehealth. Good luck
0: sarcastic cat says did one session very bad vibes like very bad see that's what i'm saying dude bad vibes i'm better help
1: ironically uh, the, the next comment ironically there's better help out there than better help <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's good that's yeah, good that guy's of, on his way to 5d comedy yeah he is he's,
1: he's, he's like four and a half right now
0: <laughs> yeah he's pretty close so uh you know there's a lo- there's a lot of things going on right now that we could be vibing on uh one of the things that it has been kind of permeating a little bit percolating if you will is uh bubbling threads have you heard of threads yet ty uh, i'm not talking about uh vibing on some sweet adidas tracksuits or twitter uh, threads
1: i assume so. No,
0: so so Go uh, basically, obviously, we all know that Twitter's having a lot of problems. Oh, so it is um, about Twitter, though. It, it is about Twitter, okay. kind of. Uh, so who's going to solve that problem? Uh, Daddy Zuck is here to solve the problem with the new, the new app from Meta, Threads, oh, which is Twitter. The
1: Zuckmeister is coming back with a brand yeah. new social media app.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, so apparently, apparently threads is, uh, meta's answer to Twitter, which I don't know how I feel about it. I, so obviously like if you, if you've been on Twitter, if you are a Twitter user, or if you've even had like one finger on the pulse for like the last year, everybody has been trying to come up with an app so we can leave Twitter, right? Twitter sucks right now. It is horrible.
1: The, like, big <laughs> thing uh, that people have been talking about, at least in, like, our circles, is uh, Blue Sky, right? Blue Sky. That's the big yeah. one. It's, it's created by Jack, the guy who made in Twitter originally, and it's essentially right. the exact same fucking thing, you know? Right. But it is an but- invite-only thing currently you need to get an invite right. code to get on it we've been offered uh a few times through different people i just don't think we care <laughs> it's not that
0: i don't care it's just that i made a i made a an account on that other fucking app and i never ended up using it um so <laughs> twitter oh. was a bird now it's blue sky 5d comedy there I'll you go tell
1: you though uh I'm, I'm just looking right now uh threads has hit 100 million users in a week
0: That's what I'm saying. So, so here's, here's the thing, right? The problem with Twitter is that Elon Musk, and and I want to speak like candidly about Elon Musk because there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of differing opinions on Musk. And I understand that there, there uh, are his Twitter's traffic over that week tanking. No, fuck. Yeah, dude. Yeah. uh, Well, I mean, there's been a lot of issues with Twitter as well. Um, so we talked about this a little bit last week. Musk, uh, is doing some stupid shit over on Twitter right now that's kind of fucking him and everybody else over except for the people that pay. Right. Uh,
2: even they're Musk, fucked,
0: honestly. Like, it's not
1: good for anybody yeah. except for his
0: line. Yeah, bottom but they line. don't care. They don't care because some they're so of them fucking do. dumb. Like, some of them do okay. care. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: All right. So, so the thing, the thing is, is that Elon Musk is obviously, uh, if not smart, an innovative guy, you know, like he innovative and driven, right? Like there are things that he's done that could arguably be, you know, good. He he was a venture capitalist. There are
1: things that his companies and money have done. (laughs) Mm -hmm, I wouldn't mm -hmm. say that Musk himself has really done all that much to further the things that he owns.
0: Yeah, other than like, you know, fuck them fuck up, basically. But he has come up with ideas, right? Like, it's not like he bought a company and was just like, that's just, you know, no, he, that's exactly he obviously he built did. those companies. That's ex- anyway, he bought Tesla. Yeah.
1: He bought he SpaceX. He bought Tesla. I don't know about SpaceX, but he bought Tesla. And in the contract, it, it was in the contract that he was to be labeled as a founder. Oh, okay. I see. Yeah. All right. He did not create Tesla. Interesting. Yeah. Okay.
0: So, so even in the, and, and that's, that's another interesting thing that, <laughs> that just, oh God, I, we cannot get away from conspiracies. We dude. We can't. Um, it's not possible.
1: Not in this, not, not with these vibes Have dude. you ever driven in a Tesla? No, or, or I, I refuse. They're so fugly. I, I no. get probably, I, I don't have a car, right? So I use Lyft or Uber, like fairly regularly, probably once or twice a week at least. Uh, yeah. And. I get picked up in Teslas constantly. They're, yeah. They, be, because I think they're, like, a huge, like, leasing thing with those companies because they're electric, so they save on gas, yeah. so people are willing to, like, lease those more because it saves them a lot of money. They right. are so fucking weird, dude. Like, yeah. the, okay, so first of all, to open a car door, right? I, I Have you ever seen a Tesla car handle? No. It's, it's flat against the car. You can't just pull it. Okay. That doesn't work. You have to push one side, and then the other side, like a lever, comes out, and then you can pull that. Okay. All right. They only have one. Uh, they only have one pedal in the okay. in the driver's seat. It is go, and then as you ease up, the brake starts to come in. There's no brake pedal. Okay. All right. I don't like that at all. The inside of the car in the back, and I assume in the front, uh, passenger side as well. There's no handle to get out. It's a button. That opens the car. And it just room. like opens it just automatically. Opens or? It's like a it's like a button okay. pressure spring release thing. And then the okay. inside of the car is one giant computer screen. There's the wheel and then a giant ass, like probably 15 inch computer screen. <laughs> and, and, like, That's a lot. and 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 on this thing, and this is what I find impressive, is you can see it has the car that you're driving in. Every single time you go to turn, it puts on the rear view mirror so you can see behind you on that side. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it shows you where the lines are. It shows you all the cars around you within like a 20 foot radius. And it shows the stoplights as they're coming up and the colors changing. See, the
0: thing about like shit like that is the people who get boners for stuff like that are the same people who would get boners for Elon Musk. And, you know, maybe mm-hmm. uh, not necessarily Jeff Bezos, but other venture capitalists like the dude who blew himself up in his fucking submarine. Uh, you know, it's like yeah. th- there is the fact that it's called Tesla in and of itself, like conspiracy theory fuckers love Nicholas Tesla. Or Nikolai Tesla. Yeah. Whatever his fucking name. I was. Was they Nikolai. they yeah. still believe that he came up with a like an idea for perpetual energy.
1: Um, uh and well that, and like, they'd still be wrong. But you know, he was a good yeah. inventor. Like don't don't right. here here's the thing, right? P- people like who is it that uh who invented the fucking light bulb? Uh fucking
0: or not. I keep thinking Ben Franklin, but it was uh whatever
1: whoever the fuck Who who was his who was his fucking The
0: Wizard of Menlo Park. I can remember the wizard of Menlo Park,
1: but I can't remember Edison, Thomas Edison, that's what I was saying. Yeah, Yeah. fucking Edison. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Uh so thank you for everybody who said Edison. I'm sorry in the comments. (laughs) Uh yeah, so like Edison and Tesla, that's like the like, you know, the verses of the, you know, electrical world back in the day, right? Um And what I believe and what I think I have read about, and it's been a while, so sorry if I'm wrong, but Tesla was an extremely good inventor. The dude knew what the fuck he was doing. was inventing really good shit. Edison was a really good salesman, (laughs) (laughs) and that's why we think of him over Tesla for the majority of shit and give him a lot of the credit.
0: (laughs) Right. Yeah, but so so there's a bunch of conspiracies that (laughs) – (laughs) Yeah, there's a there's a bunch of conspiracies about how like you know the government shut down Tesla in order to go with Edison because Edison was like willing to play ball and like basically make electricity a monetized commodity and you know etc etc.
1: It's probably like there's probably some truth to that. Like he would not be the first person to work with a government to make their invention uh, a bigger deal. That happened with the saxophone. Okay. I, I just watched a video on the history of the saxophone, believe it or not. <laughs> Why? How, what? Why? <laughs> uh, be, uh, because I watch a channel called uh, Puppet History, and it's fun, it's fantastic. It's great. You should watch it. Okay. Uh, right. But they did a video on the history of the saxophone, and the dude, I can't remember where he was from originally, but he got fucking, uh, he got fucking basically ran out of uh, his home country because nobody was interested in... In the saxophone. So he went to Paris. The sound of the sax. Yeah, they were like, this is fucking stupid. And this guy was a genius, apparently, at creating instruments and playing them. Like, he he would actually do, like, musical one-on-one battles with people, you know, to prove how good his (laughs) saxophone was compared to their shit. The
0: historical rap battles, yeah. yeah.
1: And he went to Paris and made a contract with the French military so that their bands could use the saxophone. Because it was louder and it could be heard better than the than the rest of the instruments. Because that's what it was made for. It was made for being fucking loud. And that's okay. like the start of how it got famous. And all these other musicians were so mad at him and so angry about his fucking saxophone. They banded together and made a coalition, an international coalition to try to stop the saxophone from being... A a a uh like a a, a an actual, an actual instrument. instrument to the point that they tried yeah. to assassinate him.
0: <laughs> Meanwhile, he's over in France, just like
2: yeah. Seriously, though, basically,
1: <laughs> if you're interested in all in the history of the saxophone, search "puppet history saxophone." Great video.
0: Oh, what is this? It is not a woodwind, but this is not exactly a brass
1: either. Also, (laughs) if you just haven't watched Puppet History, it's a really, really fun show.
0: Uh, Show to battle manga saxophone. Hell yeah. So, yeah, that's... So, obviously, you know, Elon is tied to a couple of things. Tesla being one, you know, there's a lot of conspiracy theories about Tesla and how, like, you know... They're going. They're they're going to try to bring back perpetual energy and that kind of shit. Uh, obviously, I think that Edison may have been the father of planned obsolescence. If if I remember correctly, you can look this up for yourself. Just to just to double check me, but the original light bulb never would have gone out. Uh, you know. You know. Eventually, light bulbs burn out. Yeah. The original light bulb uh, never would have burnt out. Right. But, but they, that was a problem, right, right? because then you never need to buy them. Yeah. yeah. you know, Nobody would ever need to buy them. You yeah, buy it, one light bulb, you'd be good it, for the rest the of your life. It's the same thing
1: with, like, the old, like, KitchenAid fucking mixers and shit. They were made to <clears> last <throat> until the the end of time, you know? Like, they yeah. would never break. But now everything is supposed to break over time. It's why fucking, like, cell phones, they start slowing your fucking cell phones down with updates. Yeah, after, a couple, after, like, after five like years, six years or something. Years. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the mm-hmm. way, there's a picture of uh, puppet history for you. Oh, yeah, I see that. Yeah.
0: But yeah, the, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, my grandmother uh, is, I, I had to explain planned obsolescence to my grandmother because she was like, we went fridge shopping one time mm-hmm. because her fridge finally shit the bed. She's like, I've had that fridge for 50 years, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, it never had a problem. And now I get this new fucking fridge and it sucks. And I also can't get it in the color that I want. She's like, I want almond. I want almonds. They don't make almond anymore. <laughs> is that like a like a light brown? It's like a brown, red, pink, but very light. Almond it's like or uh, I can't remember. All
1: right, here we go.
0: I can't remember the exact. This is exact a horrible color for a fridge. Look well at that. That's a yeah, bad it was fridge like a, color. <laughs> It was like a more pink-ish version of that. I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to explain. Maybe somebody in here knows the actual the actual name uh, for the color that I'm thinking of. But anyway, so uh,
1: she was Was it periwinkle?
0: No, no, what it was is she she found fridges that were almond, but they weren't the ones that she wanted. Uh, also she can't say almond. She calls it almonds. Almonds. <laughs> which is which is great. Uh, but yeah, so so Musk starts off as this like TED Talks kind of fucking guy, right? But he then becomes kind of a celebrity. Like I don't know if you remember uh, E three when we went to E three, Elon Musk was there. That doesn't surprise me. Yeah, why was he at E three? You know because what I mean? He was hanging thing, out with dude. Todd
1: Howard. That's that's what he does, dude. He's a he's a he's a fucking Elden Ring player, man. He loves video games. Didn't you see his build? No, <laughs> did, did, really? But yeah, you didn't the, see it? He was like. When Elden Ring, like, first came out, you know, within, like, the first two weeks or something like that, he's like, yeah, I'm playing Elden Ring, here's my build, and he, like, puts it on Twitter, and everybody's like, you're, like, at 85%, like, carrying weight. You fat rolling, bro? (laughs) (laughs) It's
0: like, I like to, I like to, um, um, fat roll. Yeah,
1: I think he had six weapons equipped, you know, something like that, like, an insane amount of weapons that you would never use. Anyway,
0: I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm I'm trying to 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 optimize my 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 weapon capacity. Um, and and I I think that if you have you know, more more weapons, then you're 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 uh you're more equipped for.
1: Yeah, well, you see, it's really a, you know
0: more more situations. It's really about efficiency,
1: <laughs> is what it is. You see, if you have the correct weapon equipped and it's only one button press away, then you really, you never have to roll, because you're always prepared.
0: You think my Alex Jones is better? Dude, your listen Alex to an interview Jones with Elon Musk. He's is
1: better, but your Elon Musk <laughs> is very fucking close.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was being mean by stuttering more, but anyway, so... But, but so that did sound, he, I
1: mean, if you've never watched an Elon Musk interview, that's exactly what he sounds like.
0: He stutters so fucking much. So so he's you know, he's at E three, he's hanging out with Todd Howard, he's like, Which is this already what, that 2000... should be a conspiracy theory in and of itself, right there. You know? Yeah. It's two thousand nineteen, right? You know? Uh, like yeah, but I, something like that. I think it was two thousand nineteen was the E three we went to. It was the last E three that ever happened. We were then, there. yeah, it had to have been. And, yeah,
1: because twenty twenty yeah. fucking pandemic.
0: Yeah. At that point, Elon Musk was becoming a celebrity on top of... Like, I think at that point, he had kind of fulfilled that celebrity status. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
1: I mean, he he started coming onto the scene. Like, the big thing was, you know, Tesla was the start, right? He gets popular because of Tesla, because that is... Oh, you're destroying the car industry. That was the huge thing. These completely electric cars are destroying the car industry. Who's at the head of yeah. it? It's Elon Musk, right? Oh, this man's a genius. Then he says, Okay, the new our next frontier is space. And everybody's like, Fucking space, I thought only NASA did that. Too. You know? Yeah, Which yeah. is kind of fucking true. Like we there weren't a lot of companies trying to do space exploration or whatever at that point or mm-hmm. trying to monetize space uh Travel and, and exploration, uh, and visiting. that kind of shit, space, yeah. tourism. That's what I'm looking for. Space tourism. Yeah. God. Um, so, you know, that's another thing of like, oh, wow, this dude's doing electric cars. He's thinking about space. This man is thinking about the future of humanity. And that's a yep. really, really good label to have. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh, well, yeah. Because seeing as like most people, you know, in the upper echelons of society, are only concerned about themselves. Right. And, so he's you know, he was how much seen money they as had.
1: the billionaire of the future? Right. He is the good right. guy who is trying to help everybody. The, peop- the, the, the people. The venture capitalists. Well, yeah. He's yeah. trying to help everybody bring on a new age of humanity. That was the idea. We're going to clean up our cars. We're going to get to space. Those are the two big things, right? You're being eco-friendly, and you're going into new frontiers. Fucking Star Trek, Mm -hmm. right? You're doing great shit.
0: (laughs) On the surface, sure. Right. Oh, no, on the surface,
1: exactly. On the surface, that's exactly right. Because
0: cars aren't the problem, guys. Like, cars are a problem, but they are not the problem. The problem is huge industry. Right. That's the problem. I mean, there's a reason that China is, like incredibly bad when it comes to the their carbon footprint, and it's because they have unchecked fucking industry over there, mm. where they can just pump shit out and pump it and pump it. Like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to New Jersey, but I've been to New Jersey quite a few times. That first hour into New Jersey, all you see is smokestacks, mm. you know, just billowing shit into the air. I mean, it's not black, uh, but still, you know, I mean, like, we're, like, our cars, like, our carbon footprints, like, even if we didn't change anything, right? Like, even if we weren't using uh, paper straws, which are the worst. God, they're bad. You know, like... Just get metal ones, The man. shit that...
2: The yeah, the shit fine. that
0: we use, like, doesn't even come close to what these giant factories are putting no. out as far as, like, damaging the ecosystem. That and the factory farms, which are fucked... All the hell Mm. you know these big big farms in the south with thousands thousands of cows i mean we have so many fucking cows in this country oh yeah dude like i wouldn't be surprised if there's more cows than there are people methane you know
1: let's look it up how many cows are there in america
0: (laughs) if it's over 300 million then yeah they probably outnumber us dude wait till they rise up Uh, wait till the cow rebellion
1: so we still beat them out about three to one but three to three to one.
0: one three to one that's right cows fucking check yourself check your check your vibes dude
1: that's
2: right don't get any of those revolutionary
1: vibes
0: (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um outnumbered 5,000 to 1 in certain parts of kansas no that's true that's crazy they could
1: easily take over places like wyoming (laughs) Hmm.
0: yeah yeah for sure in fact i think they have um but so the elon becomes a celebrity right and then I don't know what it ha- what happens with cele- celebrities, and I'm not talking like, I guess yeah, there are there are a lot of YouTubers that happen to well, that happened with it's that. We're gonna an you know
1: egotistical adrenaline shot to your brain. Essentially, mm. everybody thinks you're great. You're making dick loads of money, and everybody's praising you for the money that you're making. You know what right. I mean? And and. Yeah, and you get to be a good guy too. So
0: now, now you're like, now you're like backed by this good guy right. thing. But the and then is you is hook that-
1: up with a famous uh, DJ.
0: Sure, well, I don't know the reference. Elon Musk. Oh, 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 okay. He, what, married a DJ? Oh, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know anything his, about His kids. Zeta, Beta, yeah. beta
1: uh, Pi, whatever. Zeta <laughs> Reticulum? The, the one that sounds like <laughs> a, uh, it, it looks like a, a frat house, you know, as the name. Uh, the name? Yeah. yeah. yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. with a famous yeah. DJ.
0: Right. Yeah. So once you, once you have this celebrity and you have all this money, uh, all of a sudden people seem to start to go for power. Right. Mm-hmm. And we saw that with Trump. Like, I like Trump is in the end just a fucking rich guy. Yeah. He's not a good businessman. He's he's just a rich guy who, like, for some reason, and I'm not exactly sure why. Maybe it was just because he was a socialite for a long time, especially in the 80s. But he had a a certain amount of power in New York City, Uh, for instance, when the Central Park Five, happened when that incident happened he was in the newspaper like screaming for these young boys to be hung um so uh, if you don't know anything about the central park 5 basically is it is it these five uh black boys that were out one night when a violent brutal rape happened to this one lady in central park and they had nothing to do with it whatsoever but the cops at the time the new york city police were t- like they were just fucking awful at the time so they rounded up these boys they uh, one of them was like mentally uh you know deficient in a couple of ways He, he was he just didn't have that iq and they convinced and forced these kids to all point to each other and, and basically make it so it looked like that they were they were all guilty and everybody in New York was just like they're fucking guilty they fucking did it even though they had nothing to do with it there was no evidence the cops couldn't pin anything on them except for they forced confessions out of these kids there's a whole documentary on it I super hope you watch it it's super miserable but it's fascinating what, what like it is crazy to see how fucked up and corrupt this shit is hmm. but Trump was in the newspaper every day screaming for these teenagers we're talking like 15 to 17 years old to be hung right that's a guy who is our became our president yeah you know what i mean he's just a socialite but he wanted power right. and that's what musk is doing too and musk saw the way that like it is not complicated to see how donald trump became president he isn't he he isn't a a spoken
1: genius you no, know what i mean i wouldn't say that he's a genius in any way carries a lot of fucking weight Sure, I guess, you know, no, I mean, but it does. like like even less you than ask Elon Musk. Anybody that is our parents age, my parents or yours, you know, they mm-hmm. know who Trump is because whoever was fucking yeah. working for him did a really good job of making the Trump brand a exclusive yeah. high-end this means success name. You know what I mean? Right,
0: and we knew who Donald Trump was because he had a fucking reality right. show. Yeah. So so Get when branches. you have somebody like that, yeah, when you have somebody like that who's already really well known and already has a ton of money, it's and and then starts not talking like a politician, that's kind of cool. Like, I think that's honestly what the American people want, is a politician who's not a politician. They want a real American in office. They want somebody who understands what it's like to not have a t- shit ton of money. They want somebody who understands what it's like to live in a shitty apartment. They want somebody who understands what it's like to have fucked up health insurance and a shitty... Uh, you know, landlord and struggled to raise their kids and that kind of shit. That's what people want. They want a president that understands the type of shit that we go through on a daily basis. Right. Trump pretended to be that guy by just being well, like, "It, yeah. eh, I don't know. Okay? He, like, he attempts, we're just
1: gonna... He, he pretends to be that guy because he has the American success story, right? He started from yeah, yeah. nothing, quote-unquote, yeah. and then made it into everything. Right. Yeah,
0: he started from he started from billionaire nothing.
1: Right. Well, no, I mean is... he started with <laughs> what it was a ten million dollar loan from his dad or something like that.
0: Apparently, uh, you know, sure. And it's
1: like, you if you have ten million dollars, you don't need to do literally anything for the rest of Put your in the life, bank. and you yeah. will forever have enough money. It doesn't matter, yeah. and you can invest it in. Companies that are doing, like, like there is, I, I can't remember what the fucking thing is called, but there there's, there like, a, a, uh you know, conglomerate of stocks that you can invest in that just go up by, like, 10% every year, you know? It's just a good investment. Yeah. You can put it in that. Google, Apple. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Chips. It, it's, like, you know, you put a million dollars into that, and you get 10% back a year, and it's, like, you're yep. making fucking $100,000 a year doing nothing. Yep.
0: Yeah, it's so so, you know, the the rise to power for Trump was incredibly easy because like, there there is a there is a legion of people within this country uh, that don't live in you know nice coastal states that don't really know what the fuck is going on. For the most part oh, you know dear. what i mean and it's not necessarily their fault there's a lack there's it not good access to healthcare. there's not good access to good education there you know when you're living a simple life which there's nothing wrong with living a simple life you know and you like again i i've been all over the country now at this point yeah. i've seen a lot of states and i understand like when i was when i was in uh iowa or iowa nebraska wisconsin Um, not Wisconsin, Wyoming, Idaho. I understood for the first time in my life. I was like, yeah, like these guys, these guys need guns, man. I get it. You know, like there is just these swaths of land that these people have all all this cattle. And like, you got to make sure that predators aren't getting to them. You know, you got to make sure of all sorts of stuff. These guys, if they have guns, they're not going to harm anybody, you know, unless you're like trespassing on their land. But even then it's like if you're just like walking through by it, it would be very hard to trespass on their land. There's enough land there that if you didn't have enough supplies, you could die on it. Mm. You know, like (laughs) it's that fucking much land. I get it. I get it. So these people are looking at, The cities and they're seeing the violence and they're seeing the crime and they're seeing you know all of this and people that they don't relate to they're seeing uh jews and people of color and immigrants and all this stuff and they don't fucking get it because they've been living in the same town that their parents and their grandparents and great-grandparents lived in that's you know primarily white and christian and whatever and they just don't get it so when they're dealing with politics uh especially from a democratic standpoint where we're trying to put social policies into place that help people within these cities because they're massively fucking populated you know they're like well why should i have to pay federal taxes for that shit i don't give a fuck and i understand that like that makes a lot of sense right i would be annoyed if my federal taxes went up especially if i own my own business you know like a farm and i was living in iowa which literally nobody cares about. And you're like, I haven't seen another person in five years. I'm self-sufficient, man. Yeah, exactly. Why should I have to be paying for these people to have social programs? I don't need any social programs. My dad beat me, and I'm fine. I'm fine. (laughs) You know, like... And it's just like, you know, it it makes a lot of sense. So when Trump comes in and he's like, I know, honey, (laughs) you're fine. You're good. (laughs) Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. I swear you're fine. Yeah, but uh like yes, we do care a lot about Iowa and the caucuses and primaries come around. But I understand why, you know, like I I understand why they wouldn't give a shit. It makes a lot of sense, especially having been out there and seen it and just been like, wow, you know, and I've seen like even Boise, dude. I've been to Boise, Idaho. It's dinky. Yeah. And shitty, yeah. you know, like that's well, the major. Idaho that's a the major city. Dinky. Yeah, Idaho's not great. Yeah. It's well, no, Idaho's big. Well, yeah, but, <laughs> but a big place. It, it but... has
1: dinky vibes, Mike. Is what it is. <laughs> yeah, it's got. It, yeah, it has has dinky <laughs> it's got, vibes. It's got those uh, dink vibes. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, I don't mean know, like know, Peter Dinklage. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's uh. So so you know when you have this guy come up on the stage and be like, well, I don't care about that either. I care about you. Okay. I care about you, the tremendous, amazing, terrific people of America, the real people of America. I care about you, okay. And and that makes people feel included. Finally, right? You know, because I I do think that a lot of people out in the Midwest, out in the you know the Southern states and stuff, they don't feel like they're included. I would venture that guess. Yeah, outside of Florida, D.C., New England, New York, the Pacific Northwest. California outside, and maybe Texas outside
1: of the coast. I mean, it, again, the parts of the U S that quote unquote matter is the U, you know what I mean? Right. Everything minus Mississippi and Alabama. Right. Yeah. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah there, there's <laughs> a break right there. Uh, yeah. it, it's it, in New
0: it, Mexico. It, nobody cares about New yeah, Mexico. It's,
1: it's more of like an L with like a comma, you know,
2: <laughs> or, or like... yeah, that's Texas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I think that,
0: I think that upsets a lot of people. And rightly, it should, because, you know, I mean, it, it makes sense still, right? On the coast, it's much easier for goods and industry and, and immigrants to come in. It's a really great place to set up colleges. You get people from abroad. Out here, we get lots of Europeans uh, and lots of Chinese. Out in the West, you get all sorts of Asians and Indians mm-hmm. out there, Mexicans. you know, coming in and Mexicans, of course, becoming doctors, maybe not the Mexicans, unfortunately, but, you know, like all the Asians coming in, becoming doctors, getting really good degrees. And, you know, people in the Midwest are like, well, what the fuck, man? You know, like there's nothing here for us. We're just doing what we're doing. I can understand feeling very stuck and also isolated and alienated, because if you're from Idaho or Nebraska or North Dakota and you want to move to one of these these coastal states that have... Advanced uh, public schools, you know, like mm-hmm. like my public school when I was a kid, uh, was was one of the best in the state. Same. You know, I had a I had a, a a public school education, and I was able to ace. Uh, with with almost perfect scores except for math that's my fault. Uh, the the GED exam right, right. which isn't that hard to t- in the first place. But maybe that's just my fucking opinion because I like I could have passed that in seventh grade. Right. Like that's you know, right. and because it was just like that was we normal went learning. To
1: schools that were exceptional compared to the rest it, of the country, you know. Yeah,
0: well funded. You yeah. know, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. My so high just...
1: school at the time was not considered one of the best in the country, but it was only three years old when I started. So right. So it didn't have time. Literally to... now at the time, they only allowed 500, 500 students in per year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was never a lottery while I was there because not enough people wanted to go. I think my class was 450 or something like that. Now, right. I they've been sued because so many people want to get in and the, and people are suing <laughs> saying that the lottery is unfair because the child didn't get in and they've had to like yeah. allow more people in to their school or whatever. It's such a good school now because the principal when it first started, just chose his pick of the litter from the other from the other schools and all those teachers were like, mm-hmm. yeah, new facilities, new, everything. I'll go there. <laughs> yeah. And that's the thing, right? So like, if you're from if you're from
0: these states, uh, Bronte, you know, brings up Appalachia, like West Virginia, right? I've told you guys my story about West Virginia, where I sat with a waitress in an uh, in yeah. IHOP for like three hours just talking. And she was just so amazed by everything I'd seen. I was like fucking 19. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Like, like she's like, Oh, you, seeing the colleges and the coast and the ocean and like all that's, you know, like it, it, yeah, these communities have been left behind for sure. And to go from that community, especially if you're not, yeah, I mean, there's lots of people that do leave, but generally what they've found is access to something that they enjoy, like music, uh, that gets them out to, to go do something else. I mean, for instance, uh, you know, we were pretty good friends, I would say, with like Holden McNeely, his buddy Marcus Parks, who runs the last podcast on the left. He, he's from fucking nowhere, Texas. Yeah. Uh, what the fuck was the name of the, the place he was from? L- L- something fuck i in the middle of goddamn nowhere right. you know what i mean like like and and he went to new york because he got into music and he got into comedy lubbock lubbock texas yeah that's what it is you know he got into music and he got into comedy and he went to new york that's something that can happen but also like there's a lot of people that don't have that, those kind of opportunities to to find something that they can relate to other people with on the coast, especially when you're going to a place that is just so baseline educated. Right. Right. Like I would say even the hillbillies up in in the Berkshires where I live probably have a better baseline education than uh your average person in the middle of Mississippi. Yeah, I totally agree with you. You know? Yeah, just based on the way that Mississippi is governed. Okay, mm-hmm. that has nothing to do with the people of Mississippi. It, your governor is a piece of shit. You know? <laughs> I guess you guys voted for him, but like still, you know. <laughs> so so when, when somebody like Trump or Elon Musk, who has all this money and is a quote unquote self-made man, starts talking to you like you're an equal, that's really, that feels good. You know, that feels good. It feels like you're heard. It feels like you're important. Right. You're it feels like, like oh, you matter. He's our guy, you know? Yeah, exactly. But then they start, they they get feedback from those right. people. It's a feedback loop is really what it and is. Then, and then they're like, oh, well, these guys really like me. So I'm going to do what they want me to do. Uh-huh. But unfortunately, what those people want are politicians to do is take away abortion and give teachers guns you know to a degree i like like a lot of the things that have been going on right now are very 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 low on polls you know like the like taking away abortion is like astronomically down it's like 17 percent of americans are for it yeah
1: because it's mostly you know political games and not necessarily what the actual people want you know what I mean?
0: Right. But the people who do want that are they've finally been given a voice. Mm-hmm. You know, they've really have been finally given a, a voice, voice through Trump, through Twitter. Platform, yeah. You know, yeah. A a, and now a platform a cause yep exactly and and you know again like the the conspiracy theories is very easy to get into especially if you don't really you know know a lot about the rest of the country you haven't been to the big cities like and you think the government's just this crazy shadow organization because all you've heard is fucking stories you know the only cops you know are the cops that are around town that you grew up with and played football with when you were a kid you know what I mean like you don't you don't know those like FBI types you don't know
1: the CIA yeah. types. and you're like, oh, Jeremiah's a good guy. He hasn't heard a fly except for that horse that he killed the other day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or that, or that young black boy he got out of town, you know, like, or whatever, like,
0: so it's like, it's like, I mean, for instance, like, I know somebody who is in the CIA. We both know somebody who worked with the FBI. Uh-huh. Like, you know, it's it's they're they're normal people, too. Like like when it comes down to the government and shit like that, it's like there is no big shadow organization. It's a bunch of fucking incompetent morons who just don't know what they're doing. Don't get me wrong. The CIA is fucking evil, but not everybody in the CIA is right. evil.
2: Yeah,
0: uh, it's it, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of crazy shit. And I can understand why people would be paranoid. So now you have Elon Musk who has taken the route of Trump, where he's like, I am now famous and rich and popular. I'm going to get involved in a power struggle. I... I'm hearing what these people are saying about the, the lamestream media, bro. And I'm going to take it over. I'm going to make it absolutely free speech land. And and all the people out there are like, finally, I can say all the hate things I want, man. I can go online. I can say the N word. Hell yeah. You know? And then, you know, I can go online and talk about how Hitler really wasn't a bad guy. You know, I can do everything that I wanted to. And daddy Musk is going to keep me up there and keep me spouting truth. Keep my first amendment rights in check.
2: Yeah, I feel
1: yeah. like you could say Hitler wasn't a bad guy before. People would just get mad mm. at you. I don't feel like you would get banned for that, though.
0: You're right. People would get mad and they dogpile on now, you. Now, people <laughs> yeah. are like, dude, you are so, so right. right. You were so right. Dude,
1: you're like, so I'm so right. sick of people dragging I'm Hitler's so name through the mud. I'm glad somebody <laughs> finally said it. Also, nice Twitter blue check mark, dude.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> exactly. So now
0: they're paying Musk. They're paying Musk to be able to f- to to like I don't know as tribute and, and like I know we've talked about this quite a few times but like again when you are from a christian town and you live with christian neighbors and everything is fucking christian you are used to giving your money away no matter how much you have you're used to putting it into that you know into that fund for the church you are used to watching your priest drive around a fucking cadillac and have a hot tub and a fucking mansion and like y- you know what i mean like it's 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 fucking crazy uh sarcastic cool. catboy said literally had someone do that last week on your tweet
1: exactly yeah, yeah. it's it's like I mean, listen. First of all, everybody knows that it's easier to commune with God if you're in a hot tub. All right, that's just the way it goes, right? I mean, I mean, it's basically a giant baptism. Right. Well, there's a reason why the priest always invites the you know the pastor boys over for the hot tub, and it's because they can commune with God easier if they're in (laughs) the hot tub (laughs) (laughs) and and naked and crying. Yeah, exactly. That's right. (laughs) yeah don't tell
0: your parents uh but fucking you know so so you have now now musk has has taken twitter and decided that he's going to use it as a way to like promote the, the free speech and like do all the things that he wants to do and uh it's turned into an absolute hellhole. oh it's a shit hole
1: it, like, it. I mean, it I is, I, literally, I, I deleted it. I deleted it off my phone because it got too much. And I was like, I'm t- I'm doom scrolling too often. And our feed is fucked. No, you were looking at the for
0: you. You are not looking at following. Do not go for for you. Only go no, to following. Bro, There's a I'm reason going for we you Follow people right now.
1: Just to see. Just to it's,
0: see. Oh my God, never! If you see one of Biden, or if you see one of Biden's tweets, look at the fucking comments. Just look, just look. It doesn't matter what he says. Just fucking read some of those yeah, I, th- those I fucking. I
1: don't want to read Biden's comments, dude. It it's is so show. rough. Yeah.
0: Now we have an impasse, right? Because we have the Zuck, who the Zuckmeister. <sighs> the th- uh, the interesting thing is. Because Twitter is such a fucking shithole right now. It is such a mess. It's really easy to look at something like Facebook and Instagram and be like, wow, it's way cleaner. Like, this is way cleaner. You know, it's not this, like, horrible, you know, just place where, like, nobody can tweet anything without everybody getting so mad and just people saying awful things. Um, and you have to remember that, like, facebook's been around longer than twitter uh oh, yeah. zuck has not really fucked around with like ownership of things you know he is he is entrenched some could say maybe the father of modern day social media I though so. i still would give that to tom on myspace uh, I, you
1: know without I would MySpace, say he was the foundation of it yeah I it, it sort of right. it's and sort it of was... like you know how AOL used to be the big thing and then Google took over. Mm-hmm. I would put it like that. Yeah. You know, right? Okay, yeah, that makes sense.
0: So so now now fucking zuck has created a twitter alternative which as somebody who wants to get off twitter but still wants to be able to talk to you know their the people that follow them right Right. obviously i want you guys to know when videos are coming out i want you guys to know when we're recording the podcast i want you guys to know when we're when we're streaming when anything's going on right um Something like Twitter is important to have. Don't get me wrong; we're not very good at Twitter, no. uh, just like we're not really good at talking about anime and video games on our podcasts. Uh, but the, it's it's you you have to take into consideration how much of a problem Facebook has continually been. It is not a good platform. No, inherently. No, you can you can make it good to a certain extent, though. From what I understand, it's changed quite a bit. I've been off of Facebook I'm for on Facebook almost a decade. Right now.
1: Just so I can find yeah. an ad. Because here's the thing, yeah. right? What I've noticed is whenever I've been on Facebook, I get ads for all sorts of shit. I'll get ads for editing software. Yeah. I'll get ads for t-shirts. I'll get ads for D&D dice. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of ten, it's a scam website.
0: Oh, yeah. Always a scam always website. A scam never buy anything website. off of those. Yeah. Never. Find find a similar product on Amazon. Yeah. You know, if you and see something on like those ads, expensive.
1: and you're like, "Oh, this is legitimate,"
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not going to be two to three times as expensive. That's the thing; it'll be cheaper than usually than you get on the ads. I've done this a couple times, uh, but that being said, there's still shitty products. <laughs> I mean, I got my cat this cat toy; it was still still shitty, and he didn't like it. But but, but the point is, is that Facebook has has caused so many problems just because I think that it is the foundation the building block of modern day social media. Yeah. Um and and those problems are as... with
1: uh with political ads and in
2: yes, in actual misinformation
1: misinformation. Yeah, they are horrible mm-hmm. at shutting that shit down. That that was like a huge thing with the whole like Russian hack of 20 what was that 2020? Yep. Uh, uh was it uh, no, it's was 2016, 2016, wasn't 2016 was it? I don't fucking remember. Uh, yeah, the point is, know. whenever the, that shit was, it was all Facebook shit. You know, it mm-hmm. was all like, "Yo, Zuck, you're just letting people do this on your platform and not actively trying to shut it down."
0: Yeah, and then it's like, "What? My name is You know, like just <laughs> going in fucking alien mode. But yeah, so so uh, there's so many there's so many interesting things that Facebook has done to our society. Like, for instance, um, it has caused it has caused so much depression. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially especially in young girls. Um, because you have to understand now that Instagram is also a part of Facebook and has been for a long time. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it's a part of Meta, man.
0: Yeah. So, so like, you know, back when I was a kid, you, you for your, your Facebook profile pic or, like, whatever, you'd just take pictures of wherever you were or whatever you were doing or yourself or, you know, that kind of shit. And then it became this, like everybody's profile pic ended up being like them on like this glorious vacation or something like that, you know, or, or some, they would like literally go on a vacation just to take these fake pictures and like prove how much better they were than everybody. And like that, they're having this great time. And it it caused us, it caused us dissonance that, it looked like a lot of people around you were just living these perfect fucking lives, right? Cause right. they had all these amazing pictures and they were doing all these amazing things. And it, it created this like false sense of inferiority with a lot of people because, you know, it's like, how are these people out doing all these great things and having this great life? And I'm just here on Facebook, you know? And it's like, they're just at home on Facebook too. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like, yeah, like they, 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 are doing this kind of shit on purpose to make their lives seem better than they actually are it's like it well, became a lot of it is the, to do that on
1: purpose it's just like wh- when else are you gonna post pictures on facebook just like uh i, well, I had when we, kids, we that. Well, yeah, yeah. when we were kids we just did but that yeah yeah kids we just did that we took
0: pictures of our friends and you, you whatever also, we were doing you
1: know post shit uh when you went on trips and stuff
0: you know yeah but it was usually like family you know put in an album like family vacation 2016 sure, yeah. and it was just like you know you went to cape cod you know there's nothing too cool about cape cod but then it became this like arty this like oh i'm gonna take a picture of myself on a cliff with this crazy background and i'm wearing this beautiful dress yeah. and like and, and this know, is it,
1: you know the topic that we're really gonna cover today which is how the selfie stick ruined the world <laughs> <laughs> Well, <laughs> because none of this would have happened without the selfie stick mike <laughs> Yeah, but then Instagram became, a th- like,
0: when it that started coming up, that was, like, Instagram's M.O. It was like, how cool could your life be, and you take pictures of Holy it, shit. and then you become rich on Instagram. Lord Acres
1: just brought uh, back a meme from, like, two years ago saying, Almond Wet. Almond, <laughs> almond Wet. <laughs> That's right. Go find the Almond um, Wet fucking uh, podcast after this. It's probably two years <laughs> old now. <laughs> so, uh. The thing
0: is, is that like, well, Twitter is disgusting on the surface. Facebook is disgusting just below the surface. So many of these right wing groups, so many of these conspiracy people, QAnon, the Proud Boys, all of that stuff. So much of that started or was perpetuated by Facebook. The other issue with Facebook is that your fucking grandparents are on it. You know what I mean? Well, mine are Like dead. Facebook has mine are on <laughs> uh, Facebook has Facebook has a reach now that I would argue no other social media platform does. Yeah, I
1: think it has the most users of any social media platform by, like, in yeah. an, an insane number. Yeah, and and obviously, like, I think... I don't know if, if everybody who's listening
0: remembers, but I remember when my parents got on Facebook and I was like, fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I don't want to be on like, Facebook anymore. If you had
1: to guess how many uh Active monthly users. Do you think Facebook has two billion? That's close. Two point okay. nine six. Two
0: point nine billion? Billion. monthly users. Yeah.
1: Two point yeah. nine six billion monthly active users as of this year.
0: Now, can you do Instagram and Twitter yeah, for yeah, me? Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, because cause now that Instagram is part of Facebook, that's the thing. It's like, my dad is on fucking Instagram, right? right? You know, my sister, who doesn't do social media, is on Instagram Holy because shit. they have Facebook. That's pro- what?
1: Uh, there's Instagram? currently over 2.35 billion monthly active Instagram users. I did not think mm-hmm. there is that many. Holy shit. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, what yep. was the other one you wanted me to look Absolutely. up? Absolutely.
0: twitter twitter Twitter. uh and twitter is going to be twitter is going to be so small in comparison
1: 450 million million 450 million 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 million. that is a fraction of a fraction yeah twitter has uh almost 10 times less monthly active users
0: yeah so just to put that into perspective right and we're having that much trouble with twitter Imagine what happens when everybody moves to threads. Imagine, imagine Twitter with three billion people on it.
1: It's a lot of people. I mean, you I know, mean, we have what eight million people on the planet.
0: The uh, eight, eight bi- billion. Uh, eight billion. It's. I think it's getting closer to nine. It but might be yeah. closer to nine
1: at this point. Uh, how many yeah. people on planet Earth? Uh, seven point eight 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 billion as of twenty twenty one. We'll just say it's eight billion. OK. Uh, yep. Yeah. Basically, Twitter or not Twitter. Facebook has almost has over a third of the world population on it monthly.
0: Yep. Three eighths. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah. So So and that's the thing, too. The reason that there's so many people on Instagram is because Facebook feeds into Instagram. So if you upload on Instagram, it can upload to Facebook. If you upload on Facebook, it can upload to Instagram. Same shit it's is going to be happening with threads. all interconnected, man. Exactly. So I'm not saying don't go to threads. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying don't expect it to be...
1: The same yeah. as Twitter used to be. Yeah. Like it's it's going to be because your parents are gonna be there in like three years. Oh yeah,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Or they're already there. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, that's the or other your thing, dad's that... gonna message you after this podcast and be like, have you heard of this threads thing? It's really Dude, dude I'm cool. having, a lot of, having a lot of fun on yeah. this threads like, thing, dude. You, you know like... our family friend Marsha, who like, you know, you went to <laughs> you went to kindergarten with her daughter? Yeah. And you're like, God, I yeah. fucking hate Julie. What? What about Marsha? <laughs> and, and your dad's like, Yeah, she posts like every ten minutes, and she's always she always has like chamomile tea, and it looks delicious. I'm thinking of picking up some chamomile tea now. And you're like, Dad, yeah. you don't like chamomile tea. What? Stop she influenced me <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's
0: it's just like I feel I feel like threads is going to be uh, a nightmare situation um, but I don't that's the other thing too is that like when you get that many people on something it does dilute it. Like I will say that like I'm not crazy on Instagram, but I do like Instagram quite a bit uh, because I'm able for the most part to curate my feed the way I want it to be right. I am raped by ads yeah constantly yeah. it is our, horrible our twitter
1: thing is, is two things it's skateboarding videos and cat videos for me
0: <laughs> oh instagram yeah, yeah 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 instagram is skateboarding videos and I and followed cat videos. one cat
1: thing that Mike hates it mhm
2: because
0: mm-hmm. now not only do we have the cat thing but we also get ads for cat things constantly that's fine now. I think that's what my what my problem was um but yeah so I think it's just like it, it's just an interesting thing that's happening um and i guess we'll see how it goes i mean don't get me wrong we have all we always should have had a facebook for bonsai pop sure you know yeah i mean that's just like common fucking sense and we never did it uh but you know who knows what the fuck is going to happen our instagram does really well
1: i haven't actually Surprisingly. i don't know how many people follow us on instagram a lot more than twitter dude we get new followers
0: like every day yeah why yeah
1: I don't know. We don't do anything. We don't
0: post. We just post our thumbnails, for the most part. I made a you post the other cra- day. No, we
1: actually have less followers on Instagram than Twitter. Oh, do yeah, we? Yeah, a thousand less. We have two thousand oh, okay. five hundred eighty-seven, well, and we have we have a thousand
0: less, but we get like fucking ten times, if oh, not way more, hundred times likes. more impressions. Way more, fucking yeah, way more, more likes, likes, way more impressions. Like it's fucking crazy. Like everything we put uh, out gets over a
1: hundred likes.
0: Yeah, which, like, that's not even close to... F- Twitter, we're lucky if we get
1: 13. And, and like, some of the stuff you know what I put mean? out, like, like the, the last Trigun video, 262. I think your fucking Crane Game shit... Yeah, 270, like... Yeah. Well, that was very cool. You got a lot of cool shit. Dude, I got so
0: much cool shit. I, I, I'm pretty good at Crane Games. A lot of those were, like, first tries. That fucking Kuma Bear, dude. That Kuma Bear cost me, like, $45 oh in God. tries. But... The Kuma Bear itself is like a sixty dollars stuff, well, so, so worth it. That's, yeah, yeah. I had a lot of fun that day. Um, we can get to that, but uh, what I want I wanted to, I wanted to catch up on uh, Colin Bollinger.
2: Oh. Um,
1: uh-huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, I don't. For those who think... don't remember, we're talking about the ukulele uh, apologizer. I was going to say the ukulele yeah. apologist, but that sounds like they were apologizing for a ukulele, and that's not it. <laughs>
0: Interesting, interesting, interesting. So there's uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of things that are going on um, So if you remember last time we talked we talked about Colleen Bollinger uh, in a way, That like we weren't defending her at all, but we were talking from experience dealing with big YouTube controversies, especially ones that are revolving around allegations uh, between YouTubers and minors, because we had gotten involved in one ourselves when we were on tree school. That was uh, that had to do with pro Jared. Right. So if you guys remember back in the day, pro Jared uh, and his wife had an epic breakup man i i think it was maybe one of the most epic breakups i've ever seen for, for you know the internet or for youtube yeah i mean yeah dude even compared to like the tabloid you know what i mean like it, it like it was bigger than when like angelina jolie and fucking billy bob I, thornton broke I don't up think so. you know i don't
1: think it, it was bigger than that for, so? the, for the general public no uh but right for people in our sphere probably the biggest breakup in the history yeah. of YouTube.
0: Yeah, it was it was fucking brutal, dude, and it was super sketchy and like a, a big part of the problem was that Jared was Viewed to be like one of us, you know, he, he's he got this big fucking schnoz and he's like not that great looking, but he's got, you know, and he loves video games and Dungeons and Dragons, but he's got this banging ginger wife, you know, and like it, he was like living the fucking dream. Rich could buy all the fucking video games he wanted to hot wife, you know, just like just something to look up to kind of really good at, pointing and thumbnails,
1: like, you know, just, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> like, one. Yeah, like yeah, that's the face. Yeah. Yeah, just like just like the guy, you know, the the nerds wanted to be. Uh and all of a sudden you find out he's cheating on his wife, bro, with another fucking YouTube celebrity, Holly Conrad and then you find out about all this shit about like polyamory which is not inherently bad but like it's bad when you set boundaries and then break those boundaries you can still cheat when you're polyamorous and then all of a sudden these kids come out and they're like Jared was grooming me and like all this shit and like he had this fucking sketchy ass Twitter account or uh Tumblr Tumblr account account for like you know more adult conversations with his fans and then all of a sudden these fucking dick pics come out and everybody's seen pro Jared's fucking nasty cock and like all this it was just although although the pro jared
1: dick pic while they just kept putting his face over the dick Mm -hmm. was really funny
0: yeah but you know so we got involved in it i i had known um i had known and been an active fan of pro jared for a really 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 long time um i had known about his wife uh and i tried to do i tried to do the best journalism that i could uh with you know my um Basically, what was allowed for me at the time, Um, I spent a lot of time talking with uh, his wife, Heidi, kind of figuring out what was going on. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't able to speak to Jared and I definitely pissed off Holly Conrad enough for Reddit to be mad at me. Um, But I did go on Reddit and apologize and they were cool about it. They were actually cool about it on Reddit. They're like, "Wow, somebody actually came up and apologized." Mm-hmm. You know, like you don't get that from like YouTubers and shit like that. I was like, "Look, man, I wasn't trying to virtue signal. I was, I'm legitimately worried about Holly's fucking mental health." You know what I mean? I don't remember if she had just come back from the fucking asylum or she was headed to it, but I was like, you know, just take a break, bro. Like, take a fucking break from this shit. I can't imagine. I like just when when the Bleach fans got after me. Um, you think? uh there's still an urban dictionary thing about holly and me oh my god of course yeah why wouldn't <laughs> there be and the thing is is that i actually like hurt holly's feelings like she saw that and and was upset like and i didn't like i didn't i mean i'm just at the time i was i was like an editor and writer you know i wasn't the face of a fucking youtube channel and and holly conrad saw my tweet and got sad and upset and i i heard this from somebody who i know and i trust and i absolutely believe them and i feel bad you know like i didn't have any problem with commander holly uh really you know i mean i thought you know maybe fucking pro jared was kind of gross but like <laughs> besides that you know whatever um so so the whole thing was an absolute fucking mess and then it comes out that like the most egregious acts that jared was accused of didn't actually happen right right there is no proof of of any child grooming there is no proof of any underage uh you know naked pictures or anything like that he has the receipts guys he has the receipts so i'm now very cautious when it comes to anybody getting accused of this kind of shit on the internet um especially perpetuating those issues because you can ruin somebody's life yeah you know Pro Jared is doing okay. Yeah. But he is not the same anymore. No. If you look at a picture of him before this and a picture of him after this, he looks like he aged like fucking 10 years. Mm -hmm. He looks tired. His hairline has receded. He... It just does not. He has this like, this Vietnam vet like thousand yard fucking stare. Sometimes yeah, you know, also, like,
1: it's his views never recovered either. His channel never recovered.
0: Oh yeah, he had just hit a uh, just hit a million. Right, he dipped down to like eight hundred thousand, didn't yeah, he? I don't remember exactly. It was intense. Was at, but I mean, he. I think is
1: He's still under nine hundred thousand. He was definitely over nine hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and yeah, like, I still you know, think he gets good views, but mm, no, no. I mean, no. His last video is two months old, has 50,000 views. Damn, Uh, dude. Three months ago, 62. Three months ago, 99,000. You you go far enough back, you get some in the the two to 300,000 range. But uh, yeah, he was doing well for a while. Like a year ago, he was getting two to 300,000 per video. His newer stuff has not gotten views. Well,
0: I mean, honestly, uh, uh, except for Gerard. All of the normal boots guys don't really post anymore. Yeah. You'll see a peanut butter gamer video like once like every four months, maybe. Well, does he do? And then just like,
1: like whatever now. Huh? Doesn't he just play games on a different he channel? He streams. Yeah.
0: He, he streams and uh, I, I don't even know if he like does much with Space Hamster anymore, to be honest with you. I could be wrong. I've kind of fell off of that shit, but yeah, I mean so so when this Colleen Bollinger thing came up, I was I was skeptical. That's all I wasn't defending anything. I was just skeptical. Now we can, we can get a little bit of a better look at it. A lot of things have come forward, uh, with her. And I think one of the, I think one of the worst things was her apology video, uh, quote unquote, um, where she Wrote a song on the ukulele and basically was like just making fucking not, jokes not about the whole situation. Idea. Not a great idea. Not the ukulele not taking any is accountability. not an
1: apology instrument. You know what I mean? No, no. yeah. There yeah. are certain instruments that you can play that you're like, oh, that's sad. The cello. The cello is an really excellent apology one. instrument. The piano yeah. could be really good for it. The violin. Sure. Yeah. The ukulele yeah. is not the sound of an apology. The ukulele <laughs> no, is the sound not. of you making fun of people. <laughs> yeah. Or relaxing
0: on the beach or, you know, doing a fun vlog. Yeah. That is the sound of a ukulele. Uh, and so she's 36. She plays the ukulele in, a, in the apology video and many fans criticized it as insensitive.
2: Oh, you don't
0: <laughs> say. The, She said the rumors were just a part of a toxic gossip train. And while she admitted to making mistakes, she said her behavior has since changed. Um, And again, we talked about how she was like, well, you know, yeah, maybe I was oversharing, but like I wasn't doing it in a way to like upset people. I was just kind of being like a loser, you know, like I was just like using my fans as friends. Um, But her fans are fucking kids. So like her content is basically made for kids um it's you know goofy stuff her shows are are made for kids um she said the bottom line is i do i really do feel for the people involved i had relationships like this when i was underage that truly traumatized me uh says a uh, fellow youtuber that is not allowing bollinger to work on their new podcast over sharing together um so, That's yeah, there's been a lot title. of, yeah, there, there's been a there's been a lot of, you know, things that have come out over the past, you know, ten, seven, eight, nine years uh, with the with the Me Too movement. And I think it's really fantastic. Um, has it ruined a lot of things? Yeah. I mean, like, you know, one of my favorite ba- uh, bands growing up was brand new. Um, You know, it came out that like Jesse Lacey, the lead singer had done like a lot of shady shit in the mid two thousands, you know, with, with underage girls Uh, and, and that, you know, ruined the band, you know, there's some music that I'll still listen to. uh, But it's like, I mean, it it literally fucking ruined the band, Mm -hmm. you know, they're done. They're out. Like, and it's, it's some of their songs are hard to listen to now because he kind of alludes to it. You know, mm. and I think that there's obviously regret and he came out immediately and he was like, yeah, I did these things and I'm super duper sorry, which is like, you know, he's he's like, not only am I been, am I sorry, but I've been like haunted by this shit for fucking years. I had a sex problem. I'm fucked up and I'm really sorry, you know, so th- there's at least that that's more than you get from anybody. And he didn't do it with a ukulele, so <laughs> which he definitely could have because I guarantee you, you can play the ukulele. Yeah. Uh so apparently Miranda Singh's shows, uh, scheduled for August 10th has been canceled. August 12th event is no longer listed in the website for the Q hall, uh, concert hall at Holland Performing Arts Center in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, her scheduled performance opt- October 6th, uh, Kitty, uh, Carlisle Hart theater in Albany, New York is no longer listed on the venue site and the Carolina theater in Durham, North Carolina is no longer listing. So a bunch of her shows are being canceled. Um, and honestly, I just think that like whether or not any of these things can be verified, there's been a lot coming out on her. Oh yeah, and her just inappropriate behavior uh, with children, it, on it top of inappropriate like inappropriate behavior. Pre-being. I
1: believe there was a blackface video that somebody found. It,
0: it, yeah, yeah, there was something like that. I I heard about that. Yeah, I think um, Jack told me about that one. There,
1: there's there's yeah. some stuff, you know. Yeah,
0: there's there's lots of stuff. So honestly, I mean, this isn't I don't think any of us knew about Colleen Bollinger before any of this happened, because this isn't the kind of content I think anybody listening to this or anybody who watches our YouTube channel would have watched mm-hmm. unless they were watching it when they were younger, uh, you know, back in the mid 2000s when this kind of comedy was more accepted, I guess, you know, like like I don't think I think the blackface thing definitely would have gone over better in 2008 than it would have in even 2012 you know what i mean like the I difference mean, yeah, in those it would have time gone periods over
1: better sure it's still not good
2: mm-mm, mm-mm.
0: no i'm just saying that the, she wasn't canceled for it back then like she would have been now uh, sure you know right It'd be uh, probably because social media just wasn't what it yeah. is now. I mean, information can just fly so fast and, and uh, you know, receipts and all that kind of stuff. Yep. So easy to uh, come by. Um, uh, Jm says, I had no idea who she was and I've seen crazy shit. Uh, Bronte said, I literally never heard her name until all this blew up. Exactly. Same. Um, but I just wanted to point out a couple other things. Like she like makes fun of her audience a lot. Right. You know, I like, she's not, she's not a, a content for, Kids as young as, like, you would say the wiggles, right? I don't know if anybody remembers the wiggles.
1: Everybody remembers uh, the wiggles, Mike. I don't
0: know. The man. Wiggles I don't know were if this huge. is, like, a way outdated reference uh, or not, but, like, or uh the wiggles, or what was that other one that Aqua Teen did? Everybody um, who's listening to um, this right Aquateen, now comment if you remember the wiggles.
1: Let people know. Let yeah, Mike please. know how many people remember the wiggles.
0: <laughs> hop banana, hop banana. <laughs> 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 <La-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da-ba-da>. <laughs> yeah. Um, You know, so so I don't think she's making content for kids that young, but she is making content for kids just over that, I would say. You know, somewhere between 10 to 15. And she makes fun of them and makes them do weird things. And yeah, yo, Gabba Gabba. You know, I I think she's a little bit, She's a little older than like, you know, the Wiggles and Yo Gabba Gabba, but she's right there after that. And she she gets kids on stage. She makes them do weird things. Like, I guess there was this one incident where she had like a bunch of like cheese puffs in her pants, like some like kid came up and took cheese puffs out of her pants or something like that. I don't fucking know. I don't understand it. I like it's cringe. This is all she is cringe. She's like the cringiest. You know what I mean? So anytime you say anytime anybody tries to tell me that fucking cringe is dead. Fuck you. Cringe. Cully Bollinger cringe exists. Will cringe will never yeah. die. I will always cringe at things that are cringy. Stop yeah. it. Stop telling me it's dead. There are some things that people do that people need to cringe yeah. at them. Not everything is cool vibes. Even, Not everything is cool even vibes. Even if
1: all the things that Mike cringes to do eventually fly out the window and no longer exist, there will always be the Counting Crows. That's true. <laughs> exactly. And Tyler's appreciation. That's right.
2: You know,
0: and here's the thing, right? Like, Say say we're friends, right? Listener, and I come over to your house and I knock on the door, I'm like, hey, it's me, and I open the door and I see you in a full on sonic suit fucking your body pillow, right? I'm not gonna cringe at that. That's you being your best self in the comfort of your own home. If I walk out on the street Yeah, if I walk out on the street and see somebody fucking a body pillow in a fucking Sonic suit, honestly, I'm probably not going to cringe at that either. I'll probably just walk away. But you know what I mean? But like, if I was in a store and I saw somebody in the full Sonic suit and they're like, I'm Sonic, I'm Sonic, I'm Sonic. I go fast. Hey, you know, uh, it's kind of cringe. You know what I mean? I don't even Uh, know. I'll
1: give you some cringe just because it's relevant right now. And my joke was about Sonic. So, (laughs) (laughs) my joke from the very beginning of the the episode. Uh, Mike, what do you call Sonic shits? I don't know. The runs.
0: Oh, I should. Oh, God. God. Who told you that? No, I made it up. No. You made that up? Wow. That is original Tyler Dowd. 5D comedy
1: coming in clutch. No, 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 no. No, 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 It wasn't five no. D, but then I attached it to the Sonic fursuit and now it's five D. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, no. I wouldn't even say somebody in a full Sonic fursuit doing that would be cringe. If it was somebody in one of those like felt sonic hats that just had the like hedgehog spikes and they were just running around with their arms behind their back, that would be kind of cringe. Yeah. If they were if they were like seventeen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You get away with that when you're a kid. Uh, if you're an adult doing that, you're probably in a facility mm. <laughs> like, it's or just, a furry. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So, so the the whole Colleen Bollinger thing. Um, I mean, again, I I don't know if there if there have been like definitive fucking proof. There's been issues with her brother, obviously, and some of the stuff he likely did. I mean, there are receipts for all sorts of stuff. But again, she's facing allegations of grooming, forming inappropriate relationships with underage fans. There's a lot of things going forward with that. There's a lot of people uh, coming forward boys, girls, uh, you know, accusations of of things going on in their shows. And honestly, I mean, again, like I think we talked about this last week, but uh, I went to a Lesson Jake show when I was a kid, right? Um, they had this they had this gag where the uh tr- uh trombone player like pulled down his pa- or they they asked everybody in the sh- in the show with a red shirt to raise their hand right everybody with the red shirt raise their hand uh they call one of them up on stage trombone player comes down Pulls down his pants, moons the entire crowd, and then one of them puts a twinkie in his ass. And then they're like, on the count of three, you're gonna eat that twinkie. <laughs> and then they do every the whole crowd. One, two, three. And then this dude just like face smashes right into his fucking ass and eats the fucking twinkie. He's like, Grah! And then they go into a song and the kid stave dives off the stage, right? But here's the thing.
2: <laughs>
0: I was I thing. was a kid. I was a kid when that <laughs> happened, right? If I got up on stage and did that, I would have thought it was the coolest fucking thing in the world. You know what I mean? And I would have been all about it. I'd still be tell- I'm still telling the story, and I wasn't even fucking doing that shit, right? I feel like there is a time and a place where something like that is okay and for show and goofy and funny and not predatory. You know what I mean? There's nothing predatory about that. That is a fucking gag. It's a gross-out gag. It's fucking goofy. And it's all in fun. You know what I mean? And I'm sure if the person who got up on stage looked like they were 11, they'd be like, no. Or they wouldn't even pick a young kid. Yeah, I mean, you know what I mean? They, they didn't the pick me.
1: Is They wouldn't pick somebody yeah, ex- that young.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But I've, but there's a difference between a Lesson Jake show and a Colleen Bollinger show I hope so. because a Lesson Jake show is for adults. It, you know, there's a bar, there's like tickets, you know, like there's, there's no, you don't expect people's parents to be there with them. And if their parents were there, there's no way their parents would let that kid get up on stage. You know, it, it like, there's such a difference between the environments between those two shows where one is supposed to be a safe place for your kids. And the other one is a place where you probably don't want your kids to be. (laughs) You know what I mean? Especially on chaperones. So again, it's like there are, it's not a black and white thing, right? There is no black and white when it comes to anything. There is always layers of, uh, I don't even know what you would call it. Layers of, of, uh, you know, not ifs, ands, or buts, but like layers of. Come on, Tyler, help me out uh, here. Bronte uh, said like nuance, nuance, sure, nuance is great. <laughs> uh, like there's, yeah, there, there's always there's always layers of nuance to things where it's like, yeah, I'm sure that kid or that guy could go on to Twitter and be like, this one time, I was on stage and pressured to eat a Twinkie out of this dude's butt, and uh, you know, now I'm traumatized. Sure, but I don't think anybody would freak out about it. You know what I no, mean? I mean, I don't think anybody would well, wasn't freak the out about that guy
1: that? that was like naked on an album cover when he was a kid, and then sued like mm-hmm. years and years later. Now that he's an adult,
0: talking about the dude who was on the Nirvana I cover, think so.
1: something like that.
0: I'd be interested in seeing that lawsuit. I don't know if he sued. I, think I thought he did. I didn't think he had a problem with it. Did think, he?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. He absolutely Weird. did. Uh, hmm
0: that's strange i always thought that like he was he was just fine with no, it no 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 he
1: came out uh last year about it
0: so what is the like what do you even sue about that it's a baby dick yeah you know it what i mean like I,
1: multiple times
0: yeah that sounds like it would be dismissed like first of all he was property of his parents at the time so i think the only people he could actually sue were his parents uh and the only thing i would see that Being able to be like, as far as being sued is child abuse, I guess. Um, He lost the case because he had profit off, profited off of it for years. Yeah, exactly. It's like, what do you just want more money? And you're just like banking off the culture that we have now where it's like, oh, everybody's child grooming. Like, like, I don't know. That's that's the thing, too, is that there's a lot of people that take advantage of and we we were talking about that last week, too. There's a lot of people that take advantage of these kinds of things in order to like profit off of it, you know? There's a lot of like, and in, in a in a time where it's so easy to fake shit, you know, you need the bare minimum internet search skills and Photoshop yep. skills to like perfectly
1: fuck with oh, yeah, uh, receipts. Now we got fucking you know? AI. You can just make an AI baby dick if you need one.
2: <laughs> sure,
0: sure. <laughs> but like, you know, it's just like it, it's it's. It's so hard to trust anything anymore, and you know, I guess, I guess you gotta go with your vibes. And Colleen, Colleen Bollinger gives me bad bringing vibes. Bringing it back, all bringing around. Bringing it back. It's yeah. all about the vibes.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: It yeah. is. So Tyler, speaking of vibes, yeah. unless you, do you have anything else you wanted to talk about? I mean, about?
1: I got tons of shit that I did this weekend, but we don't have to talk about it.
0: Well, let's well let's talk about it because uh, you know I went to the arcade, so we'll talk about. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're almost two hours like- in, but sure. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, on Saturday, Devin and I went to the arcade. Um, it it had been closed for a long time because some dude tried to run his girlfriend over with his car, but missed and ran into the entrance of the arcade. Mm. So the arcade was closed. Feels bad. Uh, we have a round one. Yeah, it's really um, fun. And uh, I still have uh, my.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think it's a Gohan figure. No. I think it's a yeah, trunks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trunks. Yeah.
0: yeah, you got trunks there. Okay, yeah. So we went and we played the claw machines. Um, spent a lot of money, but I cleaned them out, dude. Yeah, I got you did. like, I got a, a ton of shit. Check, I can check actually, the Instagram I can or Twitter pictures. Like, holy
1: shit. Yeah. If you're listening to this audio, uh, cause yeah. Mike literally, like, he made money even though he lost money. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I made equity and, um, in
0: uh fucking stuffed yeah, animals. Right. So I mean between Devin and I. Devin definitely got a good amount herself. So Devin got the Devin got the the white cat, the little cat, she got the my melodies. Um yeah, and then I got everything yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, no, to, to but um, for audio
1: listeners, there's like what three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten or eleven, maybe twelve stuffed animals there. Of different Hello yeah. Kitty, Penguin, uh, whatever you said. Things. Dude, one
0: is a penguin in an octopus costume. That's one is awesome. a penguin in a whale costume. Yeah, and they're super... So all of these are, like, nice Japanese uh, plushies that are very expensive if you try to buy them online. The Hello Kitties are corduroy, wow. which is really cool. Like, if you look yeah, at yeah, them closely, yeah, those it. are yeah, really, yeah, really, yeah. really nice. Um, so these are, like, actual Japanese UFO catchers that I was... Uh, like playing mm-hmm. with um here's a picture of Devin uh using them so if you it, as you can see that's actually the one that i won the kuma bear out of um, right there so like yep. these are the ones where it's like there's one stuffed animal and a thing of balls and you got to get you got to get it yeah, out of you there gotta and you that uh, shit out. yeah so so there was if you look at this picture right here, there's two side by side. I was on the left and there was I was getting the Hello Kitties and right next to me there was a bigger My Melody, like the one that Devin got, this pink one, mm-hmm. uh, right there. And uh, there was there's reds and pinks, and there are these two little girls uh, who were like with their mom and they were desperately trying to get the, my melody. And I was just like, you know, I was watching them and I was like, man, they're never going to get that. Like, and it, they're like, these things cost like 13 credits, yeah, you know? So like
1: to put it, you know, like you're, yeah, at, yeah. What a dollar plus every try.
0: Yeah. Uh, something like that it depends. So the more credits you buy, the more extra credits you gotcha. get. So like, yeah, so it depends. But, um, so the, the kids went away and, um, I went over and I just like grabbed the, my melody for him and I brought it over to their mom and I was like, here you go. You know? And she was like,
2: oh, thank you. You know,
0: like, and the, the kid was like, ah, and she was like jumping around with it. And then I was like, oh shit, she has a sister. So, so I went back and I got a fucking another one and like brought it to him. And, uh, like I, I found them because they had left the the area. They weren't trying anymore. Um, Mike's fucking and, and, know, I, I was like fucking good guy, crane over
2: here.
0: <laughs> I was like, here. I feel bad, you know. You got two kids, and she was like, she was like, thank you, I appreciate you. And then they, they were with their dad by that point. And their dad turned. Around and was like, thanks, bro. Thanks, bro. <laughs> you know, like, I was like, I was like, no, like I felt like uncomfortable, right? Because like you know, not my kids. Yeah. Uh, but like I, you know, it's just nice to make kids happy. <laughs> Mike is crane saw um, man. <laughs> <laughs> crane song yeah and i uh then uh, th- there was another one so when i won the um the penguin dressed up as a whale uh i was waiting for the guy to come and take the you know get my prize out of the fucking thing cuz right. it was one where you drop this chain and grab the box with the see, little like hook
2: uh-huh.
0: Yeah. So next to it was a bunch of Zoro figurines from One Piece and I was like bored. So I was like, I'll just win one of those too. So I went over there and I was like, boop, boop. And I won one of those and I was like, you know, what? I have way too many figurines already. So like, there's just this kid passing by. I was like, you like One Piece? And he was like, yeah. I was like, here you go, dude. Like, I just like winning the crane yeah, games. It's fun. It makes me feel better to win them than to actually like take shit home. So I was basically just being like weird crane Santa Claus that day. <laughs> um, and it was it was a lot of fun. That's great. But uh, yeah, what'd you do? Uh,
1: I had a I had a really good weekend. Jack and I did a bunch of cool shit. Uh, we went we went to like a uh, this is gonna sound bougie as fuck because it is. Uh, we went to a uh, oil and balsamic store <laughs> and went oil and balsamic tasting. <laughs> wow, dude, it was so good. It was fucking awesome. But we were the only people in there, and that girl had nothing to do and gave us so many free samples. I was burping truffle oil for the next 2 God, hours and got fucking shit from it. You must have shit it. liquid oil, ah, it was dude. Great. It was great. I mean, my stomach <laughs> my stomach definitely hurt for the rest of the night. But we got some really really bomb oils and shit. Yeah, I was so fucking sick. He was so sick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny, dude. Uh,
1: we did that. We we went to uh we went archery shooting. So we, we went to the Oh, oh you finally yeah, did that. So we went out to Washington Park and there's an archery range up there that is totally free that has a bunch of different uh, bunch of different uh, distances of range and we got a pretty good one. There's a picture of me shooting. There you yeah.
0: go. You look like, you look like a, a chubby Jewish little That's right. legolas That's right, right there. That's exactly
1: right. <laughs> there you
2: go.
1: <laughs>
0: I love it's it. It's great. Uh, I'm saving that picture. <laughs> Here we go. Save
1: image. Uh, that, that was a ton of fun. My fingers still fucking hurt, though. Like, these, the the fingers where you pull back the bow are really fucking sore. Uh. Okay. So we did that. That was super fucking fun. Uh, and then we had, like, a little picnic. We brought, like, a charcuterie, like, a homemade charcuterie board out there. Sat under a tree, had a nice, beautiful little picnic. Uh. Fucking charcuterie board. And the, oh my god. huh <laughs> Such a douche typer. What? What's wrong with charcuterie, Mike? What's wrong with cheese and bread and meat, huh?
0: We went out and we tasted all this balsamic and then the next day we went archery oh, shooting with the charcuterie. You know what, boy. Mike?
1: <laughs> you know what? You should come to our you should come to our our oil and balsamic tasting party with fondue, okay? Uh, the thing is I know that Devin would shit
0: herself over that. She would love yeah, that stuff. We have it's a fucking fun. We have we have a family recipe called Dippy Stuff that we get every um, every Thanksgiving from her dad. And it's like, it's a balsamic vinaigrette and um, fucking uh, garlic, uh, that like baked garlic or something like that. And we, you crush it up in the balsamic and like mix like one other thing in it. And you just dip your bread in yeah. it. And it's amazing. But it makes your farts smell so fucked up. And Devin has this thing where like, I don't know what it is, dude. If she eats onions or garlic, she will smell like that like outside of her body. Like she will she have like a an aura. A comb. Yeah. Yeah, that like lasts for days. It's inc- it's insane. Mm. She can shower, it just it like matter. it just comes out of her. Yeah, it's fucking It's, it's just in her it, spot, Oh my probably, god, it's, yeah.
1: It's, yeah, yeah, we something. did we, did have, she, but she's we not, had she, a strawberry balsamic uh soda that was really fucking delicious. Ugh. It was so oh, good. Oh god. Dude. So good. Uh.
0: No, oh, that's making me sound, Oh god, it sounds so terrible. Don't <laughs> worry, when you guys when you guys
1: move out here, we're
0: gonna have oh, so god, many fun puke. times.
1: What do you? Why no. is that bad? I mean, no, it does strawberry sound fun. Balsamic oh, sounds sounds strawberry bad. balsamic soda, soda. It was really good. Oh, dude, don't worry. We have oh, we man. have peach balsamic. We've got uh, oh. we, we got wild mushroom and sage oil. Uh, soda oil. Oh,
0: okay, okay. I was, the other one that, was that was just soda, sounds
1: though. so fucked up. The, the, okay. We had a strawberry balsamic soda. It was fucking delicious. Yeah, Sammy, I mean, you oh, should. Oh man, I don't that.
0: know why that's just like making me sick
1: just thinking it's about delicious. it. It's balsamic. It's da. so good. It's so good, dude. Right. You should try I mean, the strawberry I balsamic never had ice it. cream. <laughs> they have that at uh, yeah. Salt and Straw. It's like one of their most Some... popular flavors. Really? Yeah, it's like had, a what did we there.
0: buy last time we went to the international store? We bought um. Fuck. What did you, what were you just talking about? Balsamic. <laughs> I, forget, I just, uh, no, before, just like a second ago. No, a second ago, Tyler. That was like five Peach minutes ago.
1: Oil, what, I,
0: anyway, no, I, d- I don't remember. Last time we went to the international store, we bought something and I don't remember what it was, so fuck me. Oh, ice cream. Oh, ice cream. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we bought, uh, we, black sesame ice cream. And it was bad. Oh yeah, I got a black sesame boba the other day. It's not good. Uh, I like black sesame. I love black sesame, but not it's like not, it just doesn't go well with boba, cream. Dude. It's not a good boba. No, I I like the brown sugar bobas. Those are yeah, fucking amazing. they're really fucking good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. All right. So we did we did that, and then uh, you know just had had a fun little date at one of my favorite bars that you would probably hate. Which one? It's called the Driftwood uh, Lounge.
0: Oh, yeah, if it's a lounge. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, okay, so the way that I like to do it is, like, I'll find one. You know what I mean? Just, like, like the one. And I'll go there on, like, special nights. You know what I mean? That's why I like the tunnel bar. There's plenty of those around. Like, there's plenty of, like, nice, bougie, like, hole in the walls. But I personally like the tunnel bar. Um, Other than that, like, I'll go... I like the dives, you know? Because the dives, they got pool, they got darts, they got pinball Mm -hmm. you know that kind of shit shit that's for me that's just more fun to drink like if i feel like being nice and fancy that's when i'll go to the to the to the lounge with like leather seats and shit. i feel
1: like they they boosted the uh the lighting on this image it's darker than that in there but i mean it's basically impossible to see uh haven't i been there you've definitely not been there
0: this isn't the one that we went to the first time i went
1: i don't think so i don't think i knew about this place
0: Okay, yeah, because we went to one that was like down a staircase that was like no, super no, no, tiny. No, that's Pepe and...
1: La Doesn't exist anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Oh, it doesn't exist nah. anymore? That place is pretty cool. I know. Cool. that place is fucking yeah. awesome. This place is similar to Pepe La though, in terms of like mm. drinks and whatnot. You can get it, it looks yeah, similar. You can get like an absinthe drip there, which is fucking great. They have a Manhattan, uh, like taster tray because they have a bunch of different Manhattans. So you can get like little ones of all of them and try them. It's really fucking good. Cool. Yeah. So we went there and then they put lime juice in Jack's drink and they're allergic to citrus. And then, uh, so that was bad and their throat started closing up. And then we counteracted it with an espresso martini that had cream in it. Okay. Because, right. uh, you know, the, uh, the cream, the, the, the basiness of, uh, of milk counteracts the acidicness. Well, it counteracts the acid. yeah. yeah. So, yeah
0: so so did jack blow your mind with their archer
1: skills i mean they own a bow and stuff it was really fun yeah Yeah. they're better than i am i can tell you that
2: okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway all right tyler it's time to ask the most important question of the day how was your anime week
1: all right tyler how's your
0: anime week been i'm excited well
1: uh, as you know, I've been reading Roroni Kenshin because we are going to do yeah. probably two videos on it from what we were talking about earlier. Uh yeah. yeah. On Kenshin coming up, uh, and I, I'll be honest with you, it's a really, really good manga. It's yeah, very right? fucking engaging. It's funny. It's tense. You know, it's it's it, it has a lot of emotion and a lot of power behind it. You really like. It, it, uh, Kenshin's just a really well done character. And a lot of the side mm-hmm. characters are also exceptionally well done, especially uh, some of the like enemies or like minor characters have a lot more depth than you would expect.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the Shinsengumi mm-hmm. and, you know, like all, like uh, the military guy that yes. he, oh, the guy the, who has the sword. Yeah, yeah. The, kind of does the this Wolf of, style. Uh,
1: Mibu or yeah yeah something like yeah. that yeah um you know i really really like a lot of that it, it still has some you know generic tropes that you expect like it has like the not like the uh naruto or like uh uh full metal full metal or or like uh fucking what's what's the name natsu like hot style guy oh oh i see you know what, what I mean? you're talking about. i thought you were talking about demorphism. No, no, no. I was i was just talking about like the, the big hothead character that just wants to bash his head through everything. Like, you've got that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got, you've got some uh badass chicks that can fight and are, are good at it, you know, and, and mm-hmm. you know, have important story elements. There's, there's one that's, like, in love with Kenshin. There's one that's not in love with him, or at least not initially. We'll see. uh Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and there's, like, really interesting factions. It's all very, like, based in history, which I really like. There's... Oh, it's a hundred. It's almost a hundred percent
0: based in yeah. history. Even uh, Kenshin, I believe, is right. based off of a real character. And, and
1: I find that um, fascinating and super interesting. And there's really good, like, whole page like descriptions of these characters and who they're based on, what their motif is, you know, that sort of shit. And that's really, yep. really fast. Like, I, I was telling Michael, like, we could do an entire video about the historical accuracy of Kenshin if we wanted to. Because there's so much information yep. given as just, like, add-ons in the manga to describe mm-hmm. who these characters are based on and and why they were chosen and how they were changed to fit Watsuki's needs and stuff like that. It's really, really fascinating yep. stuff. Um and like even like uh Sanosuke like his mm-hmm. the guy
0: with the big yep. ass sword his uh the Zombatto I think Yeah the Zanbato that that happened in real life where they were des- they were like absolutely fucking massacred mm. by uh the right. Japanese military and stuff like betrayed and and all of it it's Yeah it,
1: it's, it's so actually good, dude uh, what I like about it a lot and uh you yeah, know makes sense is it reminds me a lot of Vinland Saga <laughs> uh like the the, fair, the first fair enough the, i guess the, the the pre the prelude or the prologue to vinland saga has a lot of the same feel of these are historically accurate characters and a historically accurate time these things all happened you know and i really like that in manga uh so it has yeah. been a really good read uh it's very engaging it's very fun uh you know and and it's uh it's going to be really interesting to make videos on because of Watsky and the controversy surrounding him, you know, yeah. uh, which which I, I've like and... taken breaks to look more into because I'm like, man, this is all really interesting. And then there's stuff from Watsky himself talking about shit. And I'm like, I need to know more about this guy
2: uh, yeah. to,
1: to have a better opinion on him
0: now. Yeah, cause it, like, it, and I think that's the thing that's so difficult about talking about Kenshin is that when you read Watsuki's words, you know, like the actual words from the author to the reader, it's like you really, especially with, I mean, you know, in the in the manga, because I I have it all, um, you know, it's like he helps you through the series as well. He talks to you about his personal life, mm-hmm. like he talks about the things that he enjoys, and he's like such a a a person that you want that you just in like you inherently like this guy you know what i mean like that like he you he's you,
1: very real and very yeah. down to earth and very much like you know i made these mistakes and sorry listen i've been flaky lately the deadlines have been rough you know what i mean and yeah. it's like yeah, yeah i get that
0: <laughs> yeah and and i think that's the thing is because while you read the manga you begin to form this relationship with watsuki where it's like you know hey here comes here comes the guy who who wrote this and here's the dude who's like teaching me about you know this this historical time period in japan and you know here's this guy who trained uh oda the mangaka for one piece and like a bunch of other people who are incredibly important in the manga sphere and himself like watsuki himself was trained by people who are incredibly important in the manga fucking you know ethos and it's like then you have the fucking problem in the background where he is like a fucking pedophile Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's so heartbreaking to have this person who honestly has such a great personality and this like disgusting fucking fetish, you know, like it really is disgusting. And there is so much that's like fascinating about it uh, at a, in a, in a not philosophical, but like a socio political anthropological, you know, anthropological level of, of he's writing about how Japan went from a feudal society Uh to a modern you know pseudo democracy in like 30
1: years you know like and And all the gore and grime and behind the scenes like yeah and not all of it's real but but he has such a good way of showing this is what is happening on the surface and here's all this shit behind the surface that is going on you know what i mean sammy
0: uh sammy's correct it is a paraphilia not a fetish Mm. um though so uh, with japan it's a little weirder it's a little weirder you know what i mean um but that's the thing that i was talking about with with japan jumping ahead like they did right i mean a feudal society Japan modernized
1: in less than half a decade basically
0: literally by the 1900s right kenshin takes place somewhere around uh somewhere around 1900 uh, like it's like it's like 1886 1890s something like yeah, that they talk like i was talking about if i remember
1: year of meiji but i don't know what that is
0: so that's 11 years after the meiji era began uh, 1878. after uh, 1878 okay so so tw- less than 22 years after the beginning of kenshin Japan was ready to go one on one with Russia and win. Yeah, it's. In the first modern warfare ever in human history. That's
1: insane. That is fucking insane. You know what I mean? Because, I mean. Yeah. It's just like people are carrying fucking swords. Mm hmm.
0: Carrying okay, around swords, living in wooden houses, yeah. you know, or like you know, wooden cities. Like, it's nuts. But the problem is, is that going from a feudal society to a modern ass, modern country in 30 years is not enough time for the population and the people to adjust to what that modern life is what that modern society entails. You know, if you look back at Europe in the medieval times when Europeans were living in feudal societies, child brides were fucking normal. You know what I mean? Like that shit was just expected, let alone accepted. You know what I mean? Like your family would marry off their fucking 12 year old to some guy that had money. You'd get the dowry. It was a business transaction, like that kind of stuff. You know, it, it was different. And over... Hundreds of years we developed out of that, but I mean, even still, like, there's people in America that were marrying kids. I mean, didn't Poe like fucking marry his like 14 year old cousin yeah. or something like that? Yeah, so it's like Japan jumped ahead socially, but not socially you, you know what i yeah. mean like like their their politics went way ahead their society was still way far behind which is what and and they hoped after world war one that they would be able to enter the global stage mm-hmm. and they were kicked out because they were asian they were laughed at you know what i mean and then they realized as time went on that they were going to need resources to continue to be able to compete on this modern level and basically you know show the white man that they could fucking be just as badass as everybody else and then shit got really fucked up that's when you see the society not meeting the actual climate of politics at that time not to say that there wasn't other countries that should have been miles ahead of them that were doing i mean between the nazis and japan you know like it's it's I, there, just the amount of horrible, 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 horrible human tragedies that these two countries caused during World War II is fucking insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is fucking insane. The incredible, terrible things that these people did, the human experimentation, the torture, I mean, the comfort, the comfort women that was like there was hundreds and hundreds of Korean girls, young Korean girls that were captured and doped up on heroin and used as not just not even prostitutes cuz they weren't being right. paid they were kept in cages mm-hmm. dude for like their whole lives yeah. by the japanese just and just used as sex yeah. objects yeah sex slaves and and it's like it's fucking insane and then after that boom atomic bombs the atomic era opens up america comes in fucks everything up to, like changes their whole society around and like it, it's just like things they're behind they're still behind Socially, but politically, economically, they are a major player in the world. And it's so fucking wild to see their society. And some, because some of it is so backwards, some of it is way ahead. Yeah, you know, I, I would it's say like this fucking mess. Any
1: other society, Japan, you know, clutches yeah. on to tra- tra- clutches onto tradition harder, you know? And culture. Yeah. The, yeah. The traditional yeah. And culture And they're still isolated. Is still isolated. so important. To a lot of the Japanese mm-hmm. culture. Uh, and, yeah. and yeah, and yeah, they're incredibly isolated and they prefer to be isolated. They don't mm-hmm. like outsiders.
0: And their ideas of sex and maturity are completely different, I would say, than anywhere else in the entire world. They let their kids go to school, shop, come home completely on their own when they're seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like sometimes even younger than that, no adult chaperones, they ride the trains, they do all sorts of stuff. They view human beings and children differently than the rest of us do. And it doesn't mean that it's right. That's just the, that's just the way it is there. You know what I mean? Like it, obviously what we know about child psychology at least from the uh, the children that we have in the west and obviously there i'm sure there's been studies done on children in Japan child psychology they're not ready to handle things like uh, marriage or you know something crazy like that but you know it, there there are just so many fucking weird things about it, and I do. Yes, I blame and I condemn Watsky for his problems. Yeah. He obviously has problems. He's admitted to. Yeah, it. yeah. I mean, he's straight up. He straight, straight up says, "I'm attracted to, to like twelve year olds mm-hmm. or something like that." You know, um, whether he's an offender in in the way that he actually you know did physical criminal activity to a kid that is not known. Um, I find I I assume that it's it's very unlikely. Well, I assume you know what I mean.
1: Looked into, you know. Yeah. Definitely, uh, and, yeah. and nothing has come out of that, other than you know mm-hmm. the the pornography that he had,
0: right? And there apparently there was lots. Yeah, apparently there was a lot. But once again, that was legal to make until nineteen ninety eight. Legal to make it until nineteen ninety eight, and then elite, then legal to have until two thousand fourteen. It's fucking and then he, insane. He was caught
1: in twenty seventeen, I believe.
0: Yeah, three years. So you know.
1: So, th- it's,
0: I understand it, your it, hesitation, Tyler. It's, it's a it's hard a subject, hard to, talk subject to talk
1: about. And it's hard enough. Mike and I were talking about this earlier today because we, we want to make a Kenshin video. Uh, like, I'm reading the manga for it right now. Um, and Mike brought up a good point when, he, when he, he we were talking about it and he said, I think we should do a separate video entirely on the controversy surrounding Watsuki so that we don't have to do it in the manga video itself and right
0: we can just link to it in the pinned yeah, comment if we people say, want to see what we have
1: were- made an entire video on the topic because it is difficult and elaborate and complicated in ways that are maybe more complicated than any other fucking controversy surrounding a mangaka that we've ever talked about or anybody anybody. really it's painful dude it's
0: horribly painful like after getting to know this guy you know and i think that's the thing is like kenshin fans are miserable about it they're miserable about this fucking issue because the thing about kenshin is that there is nothing wrong with the story the 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 story story is
1: so phenomenal and it's a story about redemption of all things and yeah, it's, like, I'm getting, like, and worked it's, up, dude. And it's I'm it's feeling it in the chest. it's a story about a man <laughs> who's being pulled between what, what he sees as evil and trying to become and maintain this person that he wants to be, which is somebody who helps the innocent and protects the weak. And, oh, mm-hmm. uh, God, it's very fucking difficult to talk about. And there's, you know, there's this entire talk about separating the art from the artist. And I... I think that the ability to do that comes to each person individually, because I don't, because I think it's a very gray area. I don't think that it's entirely correct to be able to do it fully, but I also think that Mm -hmm. Kenshin is a piece of work that is worth talking about with the context of who Watsuki is in mind.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that like, you know, if you look at Kenshin that way, like also Kenshin was raised to be uh, a, a assassin. Yeah. That was, that was, he was raised from a young age to be an mm-hmm. assassin in the same way that a lot of Japanese were raised from a young age to think that uh, what we call pedophilia is fine, normal, mm-hmm. whatever. You know what I mean? That's just like, yeah, you're like it, they think of it as a creepy fetish, which is why. I, you know, called it a fetish because that's the way that they think right. about it. You know, they got the lolicon thing right. going on. That's such a pervasive part of their, you know, their weirder side of culture. I mean, it is so hard to get away from that, even in the content that we receive from them overseas. Right. You know, like I, uh, for instance, uh, you know, we've talked about Made in Abyss uh-huh. multiple times. There are like Made in Abyss is one of the most uncomfortable things that I have read Because of the art, which isn't constant, you know, it's not, it's not like constant, but when it's there, it's like, fuck, you know, oh, you know, come on, man, like, don't push that on me, yeah. you know, but the story is so fucking good. Like I said, like if you're looking for something like Berserk, Maiden Abyss is the closest thing you're going to get as far as I'm aware, mm. you know, like as far as something that dark and that fucking well done and that world building and that kind of stuff. But again, it's like you get this fucking creepiness. this like uh, pervasiveness to it. Mushiko Tensei. Or Mushoku Tensei, uh, is is a fucking phenomenal story. Again, you're dealing with a dude who is 34 being reborn as a kid. Right. You know, it's in a world where like, you're an adult when you're 15. It's fucking weird. Uh, it gets less weird as he gets older, but it's fucking yeah. weird. You know, like it, like it. Even in uh, high school DxD, Mm -hmm. right? You got the little boy uh, who is pretending to be a girl. You know, like all this stuff. There's so many like, and again, I don't necessarily know how they look at it, right? And like, because you have the big boobs thing, right? We are, you know, there's big titties in every every. anime. So, but they apparently in Japan, they think big titties are funny, like a joke. You know what I mean? The culture is just different and hard to understand and weird to take into context and, and all sorts of stuff. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking nuts. It's going to be, um, you know,
1: I think that's going to be one of the more difficult videos we've done in a long time. Is is yeah. creating a nuanced and, and, uh, and understanding take that still condemns Watsky for being a fucking pedophile, but at the same time is mm-hmm. like There's so much more than just this man is a pedophile surrounding this. You know what I mean? Like It's like, yeah, this is fucking bad. This is fucked up. I do not fucking like this. And it's constantly on my mind while I'm reading it. But at the same time, the story is also phenomenal and is worth being talked about. But at the same, same time, it's like the man is still making money off of it. He's still involved in it today. You know, he's yeah. still a part of the new Roni Kenshin. He's, he's, he's yeah, he's still writing he's still it writing too. It. He's still on, He he's helping make the new anime and he had like a six month probation and a thousand dollar fine, but that was yep. the top level of persecution for that crime. So it's like, yeah, you know, it, it's, it's such a nuanced in, in difficult topic to talk about because it, it he's he's such a a uniquely complex person in a in the worst mm-hmm. of ways. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. And like, you know, how much is nature versus nurture, society versus, you know, uh morals, like that kind of stuff. It's very fucking difficult. There's also the fact that, you know, like his story unlike Made in Abyss, right? Where like obviously the artist is a fucking creep made in abyss puts that on display whereas there is nothing like that in Watch. i think
1: it's even uh i think there's even a scene i can't remember where exactly but it's like even against that where like they find out that uh i think it like they find out that like misaho's 15 or 16 or whatever and they're like oh, nope mm-hmm. i'm out <laughs> yeah know? because
0: he's writing honorable characters right. That's the idea is he's writing honorable characters. So he knows that he knows to a specific, like a certain level that like there's something like fucking fucked yeah. up about him. Right. And there's a like it again, such a weird topic, such a weird thing to talk about. But like, if you actually do research into pedophiles, a lot of them are sick. A lot of them have had things happen to them when they were a kid that set their sexual clock at that time period. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know so it again it's not something that people even like can get themselves to even look at because it's such a stomach churning kind of thing but if you actually look at the psychology of it a lot of these people are deeply deeply unhappy they feel bad about themselves they can't help the way that they feel you know non-offending uh but still it's like you know their lives are fucking miserable and like they, they hate themselves. And like there's also, it's so fucking intense and crazy. And again, unlike, uh, Made in Abyss guy, unlike J.K. Rowling, right? Watsuki is quiet.
2: Super. He's quiet. not
0: out there trying to influence people. He's not out there trying to make the world Honestly, worse. His, He's not
1: out there like sharing that shit. His apology was fifteen words. That yeah. was it. It's yeah. I regret what I've done. Basically. Mm-hmm which is
0: like saying so much in, you know what I mean? Like for the Japanese, like for him to go out there and say, I'm sorry publicly, uh, for him to be shamed in front of a court, you know, like the Japanese are incredibly forgiving in general when it comes to, you know, criminality and stuff like that. You get, you do something wrong, you get punished and you've been punished and everybody knows you've been punished and you know, you've been punished you know you did something wrong there is an inherent ex- expectation of understanding when it comes to being punished in japan that's why when you saw those logan paul videos while he was running around throwing pokeballs at people and shit like mm-hmm. that and nobody was saying anything you know and yeah, and his, uh, you know, you...
1: Uh, his apology was not exactly what i thought it's i deeply apologize for causing trouble and worrying everyone i will do my sincere best that was it
0: right which is not the... And he didn't do it with the ukulele. That's true. <laughs> At least he didn't do it with the ukulele. It's not the
1: same as, as yeah. I, you know, I deeply regret what I've done, you know? Mm. I, I think the idea of I deeply apologize for causing trouble and worrying everyone is a little less than what I would hope for, but... Yeah.
0: It's a uh, you're not saying that they shouldn't be punished for acting on their urges. Oh, OK, so Sammy says this is why they steer clear of the term pedophile in actual psychological spheres, because calling someone that denotes that they are inhuman and capable of becoming better and think that uh, of pedo is reactionary, not saying that they shouldn't be punished for acting on their urges. Right, right. And pedophiles who do act on their urges should be fucking punished. They should be sent to a place where they get help and get fixed you know mm-hmm. what i mean and you know i think they're i think the parents of the of the child who uh was hurt should have a free couple fucking shots at him you know what i mean a couple good punches and kicks right absolutely yeah, i mean like if somebody if i had a kid and somebody touched my kid if somebody touched my cat i'd kick the fucking shit yeah. out of him you know what i mean it's fucking fucked up but again like for the people who don't offend they struggle their entire lives it's it like it, like Imagine just feeling like you're bad all the time for something that you can't help. Right, I mean, you you know, know, the
1: closest thing that I think we could attribute it to in the West would be like people that were brought up in extremely religious households, right, and then told Mm -hmm, that mm in in told that being gay is a horrible sin, right? It's it's like a cardinal sin, and they've Mm -hmm. been secretly gay since they can remember, you know, and they thought that they've been. They, they think that they they're a horrible person this entire time. That's why they were like, you know, camps to try to fix that shit and and all the stuff that is like, you know, Mike Pence out there with the electrical nodes yeah, yeah. just feeling like, come yeah, here, come to here, fix you know, fucking electrical shock therapy and shit. And it's like, yeah. you know, obviously, yeah. the difference here is that, like, it's not fucking wrong to be gay. Being gay doesn't <laughs> yeah. hurt anybody. Being yeah, does yeah, being gay hurt doesn't hurt literally anybody. anyone. Yeah. Whereas yeah. you can absolutely fuck somebody up. By being a pedophile
0: for life, for yeah. life, that's the thing. Is it? It can fuck somebody up for for life, yeah. uh, or create more pedophiles. That's the other thing. Yep. You know, like like uh, pedophilia can be a um, not inherited, but you know, it can be something that it, if you act on Trauma it, you can infused. create more. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, it's 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 a wild thing. It's going to be a fun you know, script. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I, I think that it's something that's really worth talking about. And I think if you do it the right way and not in the way that like, you know, your average YouTuber would do it really like he's fucking disgusting. Like what a piece of shit. Like this is why people shouldn't ever watch Kenshin or do anything about Kenshin and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, man, like you're just doing that for clicks. You're just doing that for views. You're just doing that to like get people to agree with you. And that's not what I want to do. I want people to just think about it. You can feel any way that you want. I just want people to think about it in context and, uh, just because, you know, this isn't a black and white issue yeah. and a lot of issues aren't black and white. Uh, Coena says, EG, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Michael Jackson, very difficult subject because yeah, I mean, like, I mean, look at Macaulay Culkin, mm. right. Macaulay Culkin's all fucked up. Um, but also so was Michael Jackson, you know, like, and he didn't have help. There were so many people that were looking after that fucking mm-hmm. guy. So many people that were up his ass the entire time. And nobody was like, no, no, you can't, you know, this is wrong, you know, like, or whatever he and I don't know all the details of what Michael Jackson supposedly did or did not do, but I mean, it ended up killing him in the end. I mean, he was just falling apart and it's just like, it's, it's crazy. But,
1: uh, point is, I'm glad that you're liking, I, I, I'm really enjoying the story. The art is great. Yeah. The characters are excellent. And obviously, the, you know, the setting is historically accurate and awesome. You know, it's such an yeah. interesting time to put a story in. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm really enjoying that. I'm both nervous and excited to to do videos on it because I, I do think – Kenshin is a very controversial topic with a lot of people. And I think we're definitely going to get oh, yeah. a lot of people in the comments that are just like, what the fuck are you doing? You can't. Why are you supporting this work? You know? Yeah. And I, I, I also think that that's why, like, you know, we're going to have to be really clear about how we feel about it, you know, from the yeah. get-go. It's not It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. It's not, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's it's not not okay. okay. But I think that there are ways to consume this story ethically. Uh yeah. You know, well I
0: Yeah. I mean you can you can make consuming it fit your ethics right. if you want to. Yeah, I you I, know? I, like, I
1: think that, you know, there's very easy ways to find the story without having to pay anything to Watsky. Uh mm-hmm. there, there's obviously you can buy stuff used, you can buy stuff from You know, uh, 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 used manga shops or used bookstores or whatever online off the eBay. Anytime Mm -hmm. you buy something from somebody else who already bought it, you are not giving money to the person who created it. If that is what is most important to you. Like, I'm never giving money to fucking uh, JK Rowling ever again. You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I'm never doing it. I'm not buying books. I'm not buying games. I don't give a fuck. I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because she uses that money to fucking make the world worse. Yeah. (laughs) You know? So, but but if I wanted to, I could find a way to play Hogwarts Legacy in an ethical way. I could go to my used, you know, game shop down the street or my, you know, whatever. I can find it on eBay or whatever. And I could buy it from someone where I'm not giving her any fucking money because somebody else was the asshole who already did that.
0: Yeah, and you could probably not play online as well, I would assume. Yeah. You know? Because like also, if you are have... playing online, then I think that you're helping out yeah. the numbers yeah, yeah, yeah. for the game. But or I also something. have that no fucking
1: interest know, but... in uh, playing that game.
0: So, <laughs> nah, neither do I. Uh, but also, I think that like the other thing that's difficult to comprehend for a lot of people is that it's very difficult to ethically consume anything. You know, it's like like people are like, oh, well, you could buy local, and it's like, all right, but where did the local people get their seeds? Where did they get their cows? You know, where did they get all this other shit? It's like everything traces back to some kind of exploitation, human exploitation, environmental exploitation, anything yeah, like that. Like it's very it, it, difficult to end, consume something ethically. It's
1: never the, you know, you're doing your fucking best, right? But we live in mm-hmm. a bullshit capitalist society. <laughs> Exactly. By the exactly. way, th- this reminds me. Did you see the comments on your fucking Twitch uh, uh, community tab uh, post? No. Oh, let me pull this up really because they were fucking insane.
2: They were insane.
1: insane. Just give me half a second to pull this up. So Mike posted on what? a few days ago on our community tab saying, "I'm streaming Street Fighter Six over on the T word, Bonsai underscore Pop." Right now, the reason that Mike has yeah. done this that Most YouTubers would understand, and I certainly got immediately, was sometimes if you put the word Twitch in a community post, YouTube will suppress that so it won't get shown to as many people. That's why Mike is doing that, right? Now let's go into the comments. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I didn't even know about this. I don't know why you're calling Twitch the T word. Do you think it's edgy or something? There's six replies. Does (laughs) YouTube censor it? I think it's because he's a socialist. I think. He doesn't like big corporations, so he's trying to be edgy by calling it the T-word. which is freaking garbage anyway, regardless where you stand. It is garbage, but I don't think he's doing it because them as a streaming platform sucks. He's saying that because they're a billion-dollar operation, and him being a hipster just goes against the grain. And then the final comment, bro, what? You're reaching.
2: <laughs> yeah, a
1: little bit. A little bit. <laughs> dude welcome to
0: being uh, me and it's only gonna get worse when we do this fucking kenshin video then, i guarantee another it.
1: one oh boy i feel out of touch t-word television and then somebody said twitch and then somebody said twitter no and then the same person that started that other the same person from that other twitter thread said it's twitch but he doesn't want to say their name because ha, ha i don't support big corpse even though he streams on there and makes money from youtube and patreon Oh, my goodness.
0: Wow. That is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, if you say Twitch, YouTube will suppress your right. post because uh, if they don't want people going to Twitch. I
1: read this, and I was like, I'm not going to comment. I don't want to deal with this.
0: Yeah. That's so funny, dude. Whatever, man. So the very no, we, have, thing, we have,
1: by the way, is that guy, the big guy. Uh, who, who was doing all this, like, oh, he's big corpo hipster bullshit. That guy, if you go to his channel, his name on the, the channel name is natural asshole. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, dude. I mean, that's so funny. Like, all, like all the right wing people always call themselves like deplorables and stuff like that. It's like, why do you, if like, is there an ironic, th- like, do you think you're being ironic because you're being literal? Mm-hmm. You are deplorable. You are an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. I, they must think it's ironic. I just—it's so fucking. That's so funny. Yeah, we have we have quite a few detractors. I will say, um, there's one person who comments on almost—he's commented on eleven videos of ours recently. That's a lot of videos about uh, and and. I think one of the video, one of the, they watched the video. I don't remember which one it was. I think it might have silent been a silent voice. silent voice where I talked about issues with um, being suicidal. And every single fucking comment is calling me a suicidal. So they're like, do you only think this because you're a suicidal? Like, seriously, like, it's, it's fucking insane. I can actually probably show you. Uh, Put it on, on Twitter. That, well, yeah, I did, but, like, I can actually show them, like, in studio because it's, like, I think it's pulled into one of the, uh, into the comments, like, held for review or something like that. I don't remember. I didn't fuck with it because, like, because whatever. Why? Just, like, let the person... Yeah, yeah yeah let me see for watching the video and commenting though (laughs) yeah that's what it is it's like yeah you can hate me all you want but you keep coming back right uh like you yeah so like whatever man you know like if you're really upset about it like you know just go ahead and be upset i think we're already past like where it was yeah it must be in held for review um but i would be i would be interested in actually reading the comment i don't know if we can read the other ones i don't know i can't find it man it's okay it's it's harder yeah but regardless yeah this person's always after me there's a bunch of people that are always after me like trying to say this about me that about me and stuff like that i don't care you get a fix i really like
1: people saying he's a socialist and it's like capitalism is bullshit all right (laughs) we still work within it we still attempt to make money we still run a business you know what I mean? We are not living in the woods uh, off the grid and in, in fucking all of it. Like we are doing the best we can within the rule book, essentially.
0: Yeah. And it's not like we're not working for a giant corporation either right? because technically we are and we deal with the we deal with the bullshit. The difference is, is we're just not given a rule book. No. You know, it's like it's like
1: or the, it's and the rule book that we're not given changes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, constantly. So it's like, you know, I mean, Devin Devin works for a big uh Fortune 500 uh corporation. She fucking hates it, man. And I don't blame her at all. She's been having a really hard time with mm-hmm. it. And we're trying to help her get another Dude, job. Yeah, we got to do uh got to do
1: a game night sometime. Or like mm-hmm. the four mm-hmm. or five of us with Grant just hang out and play Jackbox stuff. That'd be really fun.
0: Yeah, I was I was telling her about that game you were playing she said it's super fun. fun. Um but so like you know, she has to deal with all of this, like, corporate <laughs> bullshit Valentine's constantly. Day. I think we can do
1: it before then.
0: <laughs> yeah. But, uh but yeah, so, you know, she's she's always miserable about it, and, like, you know, they're always, like, changing stuff. She has to work so fucking hard, and she works she works 40 hours a week. She works four 10-hour shifts, and, like, I watch them, like, man, this is so rough. But at the same time, it's, like, she gets paid it every week. Mm-hmm. You know, she gets paid a decent a decent salary. It's not great when you take out taxes you take out health insurance you Dude, take out so life insurance much. you take out this and that it's so much yeah because
1: uh i think jack gets paid basically the same amount and when i saw how much is mm-hmm. taken out of their paycheck every week or every two weeks i was like oh my fucking god
0: yeah well if we were taking taxes out of our paychecks every month it would be probably just as fucked. but um we do that at the end of the year but uh yeah it's like it's it's intense but at the same time she does get paid every month whereas if we b- accidentally break a rule or accidentally do something wrong we don't get that's paid that's very true period yeah. you know that's why patreon is so important because youtube is so risky you yeah. know and if we do a video that's that, like monetized th- by the way hell yeah i mean it's probably it's not, not doing that great, great but
1: it's it's actually 9 yeah. out of 10 okay that's it's, weird it's completely oh, well. fallen off
0: i see well, guys, Tyler is enjoying *Rurouni Kenshin*. I am enjoying *Mushoku Tensei*. So, uh, I was a, I was a big fan of the first season of the anime. It's like twenty five episodes, something like that. Um, obviously, there's some uh, there's there's it's it's a despicable anime, I would say. Uh, but season two is coming out. I watched the first episode of season two, and I was like, you know what? I'm not fucking waiting for this shit to come out. But yeah, so so I decided uh, that I'm not going to wait for Moshiko Tensei to come out. I am going to read the light novels, and I think I've read... I think I'm on, like, 12 or 13. I started on 7. So, they're good? Good? Okay, so this is Are the way that I would, I would put it. <laughs> um, they're better than Goblin Slayer. Not as good as ReZero. Uh ReZero and uh, is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon um isn't as good as it, so re zero would be the best and then is it wrong to try to pick up girls in a dungeon motion goblin slayer right. i would say but there's so many light novels for motion out already mm-hmm. there's like 27 of them so i was just like i'll just fucking read this because i'll have content for a really long time right. um so it's been good it's been a good read i recommend if you like the show to read it uh season two starts on volume seven so if you've watched season one uh you can start right from volume seven and uh you'll be totally cool i i recommend reading them um you know it it follows Rudius through his like entire life as far as i know so uh, right now i think he's like 16 17 something like that Mm -hmm. so it's it's a lot of fun um i i'm really enjoying those i'm looking forward to reading them later tyler
1: Let's talk about video games. What you been doing? Uh, I'm still playing fucking Slay the Spire. Still haven't beat that final boss. But, dude, I had the best run of my fucking life uh, on my Switch. And I'm so mad because on my Switch, I hadn't unlocked the ability to fight the final boss yet. Because I would have won. I had a run with... You know the poison dude? Like You can stack poison on him.
2: Yeah. I had a
1: run with him where in... Like three turns, I was basically guaranteed to stack up over four hundred poison. Holy shit! <laughs> and I had relics that, if if somebody died via poison, it would transfer to another uh th- to to another enemy. So it was like a guarantee. Okay. No matter what, I killed the the final boss in two turns. Like the f- before, before the, fi- final, before boss, the final boss. Final boss. Right, like, right, right. The okay. hardest final boss that I had never beaten. He's called like the Timekeeper or whatever. He's fucking impossible. Mm-hmm. Haven't beaten him with anybody else. I beat him in two turns. I okay. It, it was an amazing. That there is a uh, th- there's a card that you can get that triples your poison, right? Okay. Uh, it, it's like an upgraded card. The originally it doubles your poison. You can upgrade it so that it triples poison. And then there's another card. That lets you pick a card in your hand, and you triple the that card on your next turn. So okay, you can get those two cards in your hand at the same time. And I had the the relic that made it, so I never had to to discard cards, so I could always get them both yeah. in my hand. Holy and shit! And I would get four yeah. triple poisons. So if you have five poison on a guy, let's say, right. You triple five poison, it becomes 15. You triple it again, it becomes 45. You triple that again, that's uh, 145 times three. 135 <laughs> or something like that. You triple that again, it- and that's over 400. Yeah. And you can do that in one fucking turn.
0: That's crazy it, dude. Yeah, the Koanas uh, says the RNG in that game. Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely. It's it's so, so random. Um, I, I mean, that was yeah. the most insane run I've ever had where I was just like, "Oh my god. And you, I I I was destroying everything. People could not touch me."
0: And you still couldn't beat the last. No, I, I last didn't boss. have the
1: last boss unlocked. I was playing on my Switch and I didn't have the last boss unlocked oh. on my Switch. I only had it unlocked on my uh PlayStation. So Damn. I couldn't. I so I was like, "No, this is the this is the one," and I can't do it. I would have beaten the final boss Jeez. in two turns.
0: Wow, yeah. that's fucking nuts. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, well. it was Fuck. an awesome um, fucking run. <laughs> before Before we continue on, I did forget to talk about an anime I watched. Um, it's called "I Got a Cheat Skill in Another World and Became Unrivaled in the Real World Too." Jesus, which. You can you can cut that down into fat boy fantasy is what I call it. So um, this anime is maybe one of the so so obviously, you know, we talk about anime a lot and, and a lot of a lot uh, there's a big trend mm-hmm. that's been going on for a while. Um, obviously Isekai, but even more than that, the idea of being a shut in. Um, has been a huge part of the anime ethos uh, which is which is just it's it's interesting um I don't know if it's a, like a problem that's continuing to happen in Japan or becoming a bigger problem in Japan or what but a lot of these uh a lot of these anime just have something about like being a shut-in never leaving your house and just kind of like living off your parents or whatnot but uh so the the anime starts with this guy he's 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 big fat guy. He's got like some moles on his face and shit. And there's this girl who's being harassed by, uh, some thugs. And he goes up and he's like, Hey, like, stop it. I don't think she likes that. And then they beat the fucking shit out of him and, uh, whatnot. And I guess like, he's living alone his only person in his life who's ever nice to him was his grandfather his grandfather passed away and gave him his house and then so he's like chilling in the house and then he notices a door he's never seen before he goes in it there's all sorts of artifacts from like all over the world and then he finds a door in the back and it leads to another world okay right and he goes in there and he gets all the fucking he can see the screen in front of his face and he check things levels and stuff like that and all of a sudden he uh yeah at least he tried exactly uh which you know would have been would have made for a good story but here we go so he so he goes in there and there's all these magical art items that he can use and he's like wow i'm in another world it's so crazy you know and then this like big demon thing like comes up and it can't get through the fence because there's magical barrier so he like kills it with a spear And he goes up to, like, level, like, 100-something or something Mm -hmm. like that, right? So then he's like, oh, this is cool. I'll have to come back. So he goes back home, and, you know, he's, like, laying in bed. And then all of a sudden he's like, and he just becomes this, like, super sexy fucking dude, (laughs) you know? And he's like, he's all, like, fucking all of a sudden he's skinny. And then the rest of the anime is just about his life just getting being perfect (laughs) like from then on like you know he like he gets in like it turns out that the girl he saved was like the daughter of the principal of the most prestigious school around so he gets to go there because he's a you know because he saved the daughter and he makes a bunch of friends and they're all hot girls and then like the superpowers that he gets in the other world he can use them in the real world so like he saves like these girls like 10 times from, like, all sorts of different, like, from a robber, from a fire, from, like, all, like all this shit. He goes to the mall one day, because he's like, I should probably get close to fit me now, and, like, he runs into a, uh, 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 like, photo shoot, and they're like, oh, my God, he's perfect. And they bring him into the photo shoot, and then the whole episode is him, like, getting along with this model, and, like, then, the you know, the guy who was supposed to be there but didn't show up because he was hungover shows up, and he's harassing the model, and, the you know, the main character steps in and is like, hey, I don't think she likes that. And then the model tries to attack him, and he throws him over his shoulder with judo, and then everybody in the mall is like, yay! <laughs> I'm like,
2: it's just this,
0: like... It is like the most exploitive fantasy I have ever seen for like a fat wow. kid. You know what I mean? Like having been having been chubby when I was younger. Um, like I I thinned out. 12, 13, mm-hmm. I like shot up and thinned out real hard, uh, but all the way through elementary school, um, and right into the beginning of middle school, I was, I was a chubby kid, you know, I was chubby, he was pale, freckles, I got sunburned really easily, my oh, dad dude, always cut my hair in military style,
1: because of the lighting, I'm fucking sunburned as shit right mm-hmm. now,
0: <laughs> I can kind of tell, you look a little darker yeah, than usual, the, the archery um,
1: range did not have shade, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. But I know for a fact, if I saw this anime when I was that age, I would be like, it would just be so nice, you know, just like, this is my ideal thing. And I think that's what a lot of people don't take into consideration when they see anime that's as fucking dumb as this is, (laughs) is that like, it's being made specifically for a certain type of person who feels bad. It's a place to escape into, you know, Dragon Ball Z was that when I was a kid. Like, I looked at it and I was like, yeah, I can be powerful and strong someday and like, you know face adversity and like all that stuff you know it's yeah someone put their daily fantasies or their childhood fantasies into an anime because they knew that other people were feeling like that but it's terrible (laughs) it's a stupid (laughs) stupid stupid anime and like the problem is is that it doesn't pick one over the other it doesn't pick the real world and it doesn't pick the the fantasy world and it would be so much better if it just stuck with the fantasy that's i would like to see more of that but is what it is, all right. Do you play anything else this week, Ty? Sorry about that. Anything
1: else this week? I don't think so. I can't think of anything else okay. really. Yeah, that right. was my main game. Well, I, I have haven't been picked up anything new, really. I don't know what I'm waiting for. Maybe a new Monster Hunter game or something.
0: <laughs> Apparently, Final Fantasy 16 is very beginner friendly. It sounds like if you're interested in I don't that, know if uh, I, am. I got mixed. I got mixed reviews on it from people. Uh, like, apparently, you really only control one character and the dog, kind of. And um, you know, if you bust right through the story, it's only like thirty hours mm-hmm. long. Oh wow, um, that's really short. And really, really oh, yeah. short. Uh,
1: Jack uh, and I are considering I, playing uh, one of the Diablo games because we already, I already own Diablo three, Diablo four. I already own Diablo. I'll 3. play Diablo four with you. Oh well, okay. Uh, I, I, I want to, I, I already own Diablo three cause we got it from Bethany back in the day. Right. Uh, so on switch yeah. though, well, I, I wanted to, yeah. uh, see if Jack liked Diablo by having them try out Diablo three, they like Diablo three, then we'll buy Diablo four to play. Yeah.
0: Everybody likes Diablo. Diablo is a really good game to play with your partner anyway, mm-hmm. just because it's like, it's not super difficult until you get to like end game end game end game stuff then you can start talking about builds and stacks and like all sorts of stuff we we
1: watched doug doug's new video on diablo 4 uh he got sponsored by blizzard to play it where he had him and and one of his good friends parkser play diablo 4 but their chat takes over every minute for 20 seconds (laughs) so they have to try to beat like five in-game events or dungeons with their chat taking over for you know uh, what is it, one-fourth of the time or something, or one-third of the time. And it's like, you know, right. they're, he's, he's coded this thing where his, his chat can basically click on the screen in different sections, and that's where it'll click on screen. So their characters are running okay. around every which way. They're using all their potions, you know, in, in three seconds because everybody's pressing Q or whatever and <laughs> and trying to beat these things are, without dying using the uh, permadeath uh, mode where, like, if you die, the character's gone.
0: Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, we are getting uh, Diablo 3 is better than Diablo 4. I mean, that makes sense. Diablo 3 has been out for so long. Uh, it's probably got a lot more content and better balancing. Um, so yeah, maybe, I mean, maybe we can just play Diablo three. What I would recommend before you do that is watching Diablo lore videos, just so you kind of can get a sense of what the fuck is going on. Um, I played Diablo two when I was a Mm -hmm. kid, a lot, uh, with my neighbor, Jared, we'd sit there and I would just like, we played Necromancer. It was so fun, dude. Like that game was so fucking fun when I was a kid um sammy says konoy and i were playing diablo 4 for a bit nice. right on yeah i mean i've been hearing a lot of good things about diablo 4 but yeah the lore videos are cool um they're gonna be complicated but like just just pay attention really you know i mean you don't have to memorize it but it helps to get an idea of what's going sure. on in the world yeah. and you gotta learn about deckard Cain. you have to learn about deckard Kane if you want to enjoy diablo well, jack says they're, um,
1: they're down to watch some lore videos so it sounds like you could work out yeah we'll see how it goes
0: cool Yeah, I'll I'll ask Devin if she wants to play too, because I think that would be a lot of fun for us. Um, So all I've really been playing is Street Fighter Six. I have been streaming it regularly. uh,
1: Diablo streams. (laughs) Yeah, that could be cool.
0: But yeah, I've uh, I've I've been playing a lot of Street Fighter Six. I've been streaming it almost every day. It's been a lot of fun. Um, So if you haven't yet, follow us on Twitch, Bonsai underscore Pop. We, I mean, obviously we stream the podcast live, but
1: literally.
2: Yeah, literally,
0: <laughs> um, but I've also been playing a lot of Street Fighter, yeah, uh, and been playing with some some patrons as well. We have our own um, we have our own club in there, so if you're playing Street Fighter Six, it's a Bonsai Pop one word. You can you can just join. Uh, there's no there's no limits or anything like that. We'd love to see you in there and do some do some cabinet matches or something like that. It's been great. I've been learning. Uh, Harkening Crocodile is like an old school fighting game. Oh, guy, really? Ty. Yeah, and he's been in the streams, and he's been, like, coaching me through oh, that's stuff. Cool. Uh, and it's funny, so, like, I've been, like, I've been choking quite a bit on stream, Uh, but I couldn't sleep last night, so I started playing, and I was doing really good. So I think part of it is just, like, the, the stress from being on yeah, stream. Yeah, and, you know, you, your um,
1: attention, you're trying to pay attention to the chat and whatnot and talk. Yeah, and, you know.
0: yeah fighting games are they take so much concentration yeah. so that's been a lot of fun i've been continuing to play harvest moon when i'm chilling and that's nice i finally unlocked the third field so got that full of potatoes right now wait for my potatoes to grow in sell them all but uh yeah now i got to make hybrid uh, hybrid fruits and vegetables and shit like that which is going to be a nightmare mm-hmm. so we'll figure out how that i need to figure out a way to like process a lot of them at one time because you can't buy them, so you can only make. You know, it's it's uh, it's complicated. Anyway, people know what I'm talking about. No, <laughs> I'm talking know, about people. You don't, know. It is what it is. If you know, you know. You know. Anyway, uh, I'm vibing on ending the podcast. I'm vibing what on what that, you, too, man. I'm vibing, I'm vibing, vibing on that, and the I'm the vibing with soon. everybody who is hanging out. Yes. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Bonsai Podcast. Uh, if you would like to help out the podcast, I recommend checking out our patreon it's uh it's really important for the future of us and the youtube channel as well as this show uh the twitch everything like that really all does hinge on the patreon so thank you to everybody in the patreon who has been supporting us this entire time um and thank you to people who are supporting us on twitch and youtube as well uh subs code bpop 10 percent off of that and anything else
1: i think that's it man
0: yeah, look for us on Threads soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Threads coming to a <laughs> website near you.
0: Yeah, that's right. All right, everybody, thanks so much. We'll see you next time, and bye-bye. bye bye.